And speaking system. of structure, mm-hmm. the system. Yeah. You want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. With, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a communist. communist yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. But, um, and yeah, that, that's most people wouldn't have the courage mm-hmm. to say to that. Say so that? I applaud yeah. you for that. Uh, so thanks, man. I appreciate you know. it. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, people don't like communists, right? Yeah. I understand why. I'm mm-hmm. not like ignorant to it, but, um, Explain why though, like why? Why I'm a communist. Why I'm a communist? Yeah, sure. Okay. Why that belief developed? And why that? How that? Belief how that perspective? Is interesting. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Someone for Podcast. I'm here with Hassan. How's it going? Uh, I'm all right. I'm great. You know. Yeah, we're, it's we're a hot day, but a hot it's all day. good. I got my early water. morning too. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, it is early, but I don't really feel tired or anything. Yeah. Because I, I think I'm just, I've, I'm like, I've been conversationed up, so I'm all good. Yeah, I know. We, every time we do a, a podcast, like literally with anyone, I'm, I'm talking with them on an the way hour here, before. Yeah, like, on the way here. here like, like we carpooled here together. And, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, and we always talk for like an hour and people are always saying you should, or people that come on say that you should record that part. Should have recorded that yeah. part. I mean, we were talking about a lot of stuff, a lot you know. Of sh- like right before this, yeah. what were you saying? Uh, the breath, you said something about breath control. Oh, yeah, yeah. So your body, uh, this is true, your body, you don't need to know, right? You don't need to try to breathe. Yeah. You don't have to like think about breathing when you breathe, right? Mm-hmm. Your body automatically does it for you. Yeah. And you know, the reason, the secret like intention behind me doing that is it's a trick that my brother did on me because- when he told me that, I was thinking to myself, oh, yeah, I, I don't need to breathe. And then, and you then start I stopped, thinking, stopped yeah. trying to breathe, stopped thinking about breathing. And then all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. And I was like, dang, now I got to put effort into trying to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that on purpose. And I was like, damn, that's so funny, though. Yeah, that's funny. Back di- back then, I was like pretty mad at him about yeah. it because I was thinking, dang, I'll never be able to breathe normally again. Yeah. And I was going to die in my sleep. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I can't think you about You have to, you think, have to about think about every breath to breathe. That would be crazy. I wouldn't want to live that if that was the case. That sounds exhausting to the point where, is life even worth living? If yeah. I have to put that much effort into it? Into being alive. I can't, I can't, because <laughs> then I have to think about breathing in between bites of, of food, mm-hmm. you know? You can't even have a conversation, I think, because in conversation, you're thinking about things you want to talk about. Yeah. And then, <laughs> the conversation, yeah, the conversation. You can't even breathe, you can't breathe if you, if you don't think, but luckily that's not the case. Mm-hmm. We, we, we got it lucky. We can, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just try to think about something else <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> you know, man, yeah. um, what else did we talk about? We, we also talked about like, um, okay, we, we talked about like um, quotes. Quotes. Yeah, because yeah, you had a, a quote on your Instagram, but mm-hmm. you don't, do you remember who it was from? Uh, I don't know exactly who it's from, but I think wh- what would it, what did it go like? Success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a good ass quote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it reminded me of a, of a, a description of happiness and joy from this person who I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the context. Of what I know we should remember it. these people's we quotes. Should, bro, I like, mean, we use the quotes. The least we could do is remember the people, but in, at the end of the day, right. Is it not impressive, right? That these quotes managed to outlast the quoters. Mm. You know, the people who the say ideas these things, of them. the ideas go mm. like the, uh, the idols or the individuals are, you know, not here forever, but the ideas are forever, you yeah. know, like, uh, yeah, like Bhagat Singh, uh, anti-colonial revolutionary in India. He once said when he was about to be sentenced to death, 
for fighting against British colonialism. Mm -hmm. One of his last words, or one of the last things he said, was that um, you can kill me because I'm just an individual, but ideas last forever. Last forever, so, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That, I mean, you look at a lot of religious texts, you look at people who, philosophers that hundreds of years old, yeah. and we still manage to reference them today like and yeah, i think yeah. it will forever be referenced because yeah, will, the will. ideas are what's important true it's, and do you think that like <laughs> we're forgetting the the names of the people we're yeah. quoting sometimes sometimes mm -hmm. like uh not out of disrespect it's just i legit just forget yeah, just to forget, look bro. these like, people up and i, <laughs> there, my I bad. have so I many fucking quotes in my mind <laughs> apologize for it but and sometimes um, um i i pick a quote that i know like okay th i think i heard about this and then i I say the wrong person's yeah, name. the wrong person's and name I'm like, of the God quote. Damn. And I'm pretty sure I did kind of rephrase that Bhagat Singh quote. I'll have to look it up later. And yeah. <laughs> but, but like, it was... It but was you get the General gist of Ballpark yeah. was there. Yeah, we but get like, the gist of it. I was going to say, do you think that, like, um, eventually we could get, like, uh, people, like, recite entire, like, uh, passages from people, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like, in the future, like, the names will be something that eventually, like, dissipates over dissipates, time. Like, erodes yeah. and stuff, you know? I mean, I'm glad the internet has brought light to it it's where with the internet we're always trying to seek the the truth yeah right we're trying to seek factual information and so trying yeah yeah trying the best as we can and and with that like the the people that might have quoted something or that have that that has been referenced now it's getting tied to the person that actually did it and hopefully it stays around that way that yeah, nobody yeah. forgets the person. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. The internet's like an archive yeah. and like something that like a, like a, like a tool that we can use to try to uncover things and like reconnect things. Yeah. Like, reconnect. Like puzzle pieces, right? Yeah, like definitely. there's this figure and there's this quote. Yeah. Also, you want to say this? You, Sorry. You my need, bad. My yeah, bad. You had the mask on. I no, didn't realize. Yeah, you know, actually it's, it's just what I do instead of putting it in my pocket. Yeah. Cause I just have it around in case like there is a place that has like a mask mandate or something. Uh -huh. Nowadays, Plus, honestly, that's I do think the mask, looks kind of cool i got uh -huh. it from my friend rovin shout out to rovin if rovin. you're watching this yeah yeah he's uh he was my roommate in uh back at ucr uh-huh uh north district i moved out of that apartment i'm staying at a different place now but um yeah he, yeah. he gave me this mask he had a basketball mask so it's like my way of remembering him so uh-huh yeah shout out what's shout his name out. again rovin rovin, rovin. r-o-v-i-n that's yeah. his instagram too if you type that in Give him a quick him shout, a shout out. out. Shout yeah, out. shout out to Rovin, dude. Appreciate you, Rovin. I hope you're doing good. Hopefully we hang out this summer. If not, I'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> see you next yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, wait. Speaking of college. How's college been for you? It's been pretty good. I've uh, Nowadays, I'm more interested in the real world of stuff, yeah, of yeah. real world uh, environments and mm. stuff like that. Like outside the campus. Yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, we've been in school for what, like, since oh, five, okay, since so three, four years five, old. Well, yeah. if you count preschool, preschool yeah, three, yeah. four. But if you don't want to count preschool, like five, right? Five, yeah. So five till now, you're like twenty, right? Twenty-one, yeah. Twenty-one, yeah. Okay, so then that's sixteen years 16, for you. Yeah. Seventeen years for me because I'm twenty-two. Okay. Going to my last year of college. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's been a long ass time, and you realize that the more majority of your life has it's, been spent in school. In school thus far, yeah. I mean eventually right okay so people will say you probably spend more time at work than you do in school like mm -hmm. eventually right i mean if yeah. you work like a, a menial job if you don't work like a high salary job i guess and you don't or need to you, retire and or, if you like live 
yeah. that long. Yeah, that, that long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, that's another <laughs> factor. But I do want to say that I think school has a bigger impact on you, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. those are like your developmental years. Definitely. They're your prime developmental years. They're like, you know, like scientists say that the brains, the majority of the brain's development, right, happens, or like the biggest amount of development happens during your first five years. Mm-hmm. So like, where do you spend your first five years? Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like in daycare def- and preschool or in kindergarten, you know. Yeah, that's definitely things. important because you realize how much is already ingrained. You pick up, that's why kids can learn uh, like multiple Thanks, languages, uh, right? Yeah. They, they have something in them, which I, I recently learned like within the past like two years, it's called the subconscious mind, meaning that part of your mind is purely based on habit and what thoughts you think the most. You know what? Right? I think I learned this stuff in my philosophy class. I don't think it was, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I did. Not my philosophy teacher told me about like the conscious mind, the subconscious, subconscious mind yeah. and stuff. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I just remember it <laughs> yeah. from the term. It, man, it's a wild there's idea. There's so much though. stuff that I learned. That I wish I retained, but it's because I learned it like like later in life rather than earlier. Because uh-huh. I can speak two languages, right? Yeah. English and Urdu. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up in an Urdu-speaking household, yet because I live in America, I was exposed to everybody speaking English, right? Yeah. But because I was exposed to it during my primal developmental years, you still I was able hold to on to it. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Khabib, there was this comedian that was interviewing Khabib after a fight. Oh, Khabib. Yeah. yeah I, no, everyone knows who Khabib is here, right? UFC fighter. Yeah. Right. Hopefully yeah. you know who Khabib is because I don't feel like explaining it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Khabib was being interviewed by this uh, comedian, right? He was just joking around with him, right? He was like, mm-hmm. oh, do you think I could be a UFC fighter, right? Do you think yeah. Yeah, you could train me and stuff? And then Khabib didn't know it was a joke, right? So he was being serious. He yeah. was like, no, I don't think you can. You're you're too, he's like, how old are you? And he was like, oh, I'm 28. And he's like, you're too old. Yeah. And like 28 is not old, mm-hmm. but like it's too old to, I guess, learn like the type of fighting that Khabib does. Because Khabib, bro, he did it since he was young. Yeah. And also, since if you want to be a, a fighter, you have to trained for a long any type of athlete typically i'm not discouraging people that want to get fit like today but like athletes like career athletes majority of the time they start training when they're really young like Mm -hmm. their parents get them into it and stuff like they put them in gymnast classes their wrestling classes at like five years old you know and then that's when they learn and they grow from there because that's when their brains like develops the most that's where it's like the most susceptible to like these methods and tactics and stuff and khabib bro he was like dead ass wrestling bears at like 13 (laughs) i saw that video you saw that video it's not made up like uh the region i apologize i don't remember the specific region he was born but like he was in a russian area right yeah um uh, but in his specific area all the little boys there like they have like families that want them to get into like ufc wrestling mm-hmm. or ufc fighting oh my bad yeah it was because, just martial arts yeah. in general yeah. yeah so like you know because it's like a career mm-hmm. advantage you know so it's like yeah part of the training that he did was that he actually fought a damn bear <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean so but he and he did that when he was young yeah, i mean it was yeah. a smaller bear but it's still a bear yeah, I mean, it's, still you know, a bear. it's still impressive to fight a bear <laughs> at any age i i think unless you're like kicking a cub at like 30 yeah like besides that yeah, dude, that's crazy. But like, I know you have to develop some mm-hmm. things at a younger age, yeah. and, and you see the difference it makes, uh, yeah. especially with athletes, right? Yeah. If you if you start at a young age of doing it, the and we talked about before, like uh, repetition is the mother of skill, right? Yeah, yeah. Another and quote that we yeah. can't find. Who said? I, we, it, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I'll look it up later. Yeah, yeah. But um, that repetition starting at that young age builds skill over and over and over again yeah and and especially in ufc and martial arts your goal is to become 
better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So that you could win no matter who it is. No, absolutely. And yeah. If you're, I mean, yeah. If your skills are better than everybody else, then most likely you'll win. Yeah. And he showed that. Like, like he he's did like that. I mean, like I doubt many people. I doubt many people he fought actually had fought a bear in their earlier years. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he had that advantage over him. He's one of the most dom, or he was one of the most dominant people. He retired. One. You number one. His was, dad. He's hey. So his dad passed away yeah and um one of the things his dad told him was that if you become number one just retire because mm-hmm. you have nowhere left to go or like it's just it's the peak right yeah. so he did that he honored his father's wishes mm-hmm. i think there's some new up-and-comers in the ufc like ranks you know that yeah, will there's hopefully uh, you know succeed khabib and like what he's achieved but yeah i, don't know, I know there's and ganu right ganu yeah. yeah and uh who who's a style bender style bender yeah, yeah he's also one of my favorites to watch like do you, guys, do you know that there was um i don't remember actually no i wasn't ufc actually it might have been no i wasn't no there's a there's a fighter <laughs> i think it is ufc fighter who uh like watches a lot of anime and stuff and then he always does like an anime thing like in his fights like an anime pose or something that might be israel adesanya yeah style that, it is, yeah. name is israel yeah, yeah i remember now yeah <laughs> That's yeah. kind of cool. I mean, he I, does you like know, random like, flips and shit. Yeah, it's got. I mean, like, hey, he has a passion for something, and he brings it into his other passion. I yeah. mean, I gotta respect it a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I don't watch a lot of anime, to be honest with you, but yeah, it's still cool that if you do like like it, then you were able to bring it onto like something else. Yeah, yeah, I respect it. Uh, there was another guy, like a surfer, um, who shaved his head. Mm-hmm like most of his head into the pattern of an arrow right so his hair oh, is in the pattern of an arrow i might have seen and that then he that. spray painted that arrow blue so yeah. he could look like the avatar from avatar last year <laughs> yeah. dead ass and i was like is he like, a professional surfer he came number one oh, in, his, in his gold medal thing it was olympics surfing oh, okay so i was like yeah that's dope that's that's impressive too i, mean, I, I yeah. recently speaking of surfing i recently saw a video of this place in portugal I don't know if you've uh, heard about it to Portugal, but it's this, I forget the exact, it starts with the N or some shit, the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but that city is now worldwide famous, uh, known for, for surfing because the waves are over a hundred feet in the air. Damn. Like it's, I looked at the videos. And I was like, how is that real, bro? Yeah. How would you do that? that like, I mean, like. Jeez, the balls to do that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, jeez. Man, cause like I go to the beach and when there's like a twenty foot wave, I'm like dipping. Like I'm yeah. like, yeah, as soon as the twenty foot waves start hitting, I'm like even I'm like trying a, to swim back to shore. Even a five foot, point. even like five, eight foot is like <laughs> it's big too much as for fuck. You? Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. It's like it's scary, bro. It's freaking water coming at you like in that form, rushing, and then it hits you in the face. It's like yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like uh that's really cool, but like Again, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, I don't know, it's a little tense. <laughs> I know. It's like one of those things. Like, I think I would sooner jump out of a plane than ride a wave that big. Right. Yeah. I don't know why, but like, like maybe realistically, jumping you realize out of an airplane how, how water, yeah, is something that you cannot control at all. Yeah. Especially when you're in the ocean. I think everybody that's been in the ocean yeah. can 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 attest re- can attest to yeah, the fact that, that it's hard. To that that when it. you get pulled in let's yeah. say you're, you're you're body boarding or you're surfing or you're just swimming and a wave comes crashing down on you you can, yeah. you literally cannot do anything when you're when you're in that no i i yeah i mean like i've, I've gone boogie boarding in like waves like that with mm-hmm. uh some of my friends who were a bit more enthusiastic than i was about the you know waves <laughs> yeah. and then um yeah it's it's hard to like manage it's hard to like ride those dang waves it's like to navigate it and like 
Uh, the bigger waves, like, yeah. And it's, again, like, water, the reason it's scary is it's harder to, you can't control it, not unless mm-hmm. you're a goddamn waterbender. Right? <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah. it's, yeah, and, like, um, like, because, like, oh, yeah, no, now I know why surfing scares me more than skydiving. Skydiving, you know, you do it with a parachute, if mm-hmm. you're not insane, you know, do it with a parachute. You also have a backup. You have a backup. <laughs> yeah. You have other people doing it with you. There's precautions to it. There's like training for it. There's training for surfing too, but you can't control the waves. Mm-hmm. You know, you can control yourself, but you're yeah. not more powerful than a wave. Yeah, I don't care who definitely. you are. You're not more powerful <laughs> than a wave. So you can't control when the wave's going to like hit and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. like when it's going to fold, when it's going to dissipate. It's like people make their best estimations when they surf, their best calculations. But I think I've seen interviews. They say it's like large, like a gut feeling or yeah, something. Definitely. It's like, so I respect anybody who surfs. And if you want to correct me, like, oh, there is a formula to figure out how you, when and where a wave yeah, will strike. Uh, we're, I'm definitely not a surfing expert. Yeah, I'm not expert. an expert yeah, either. Like so, you know, definitely know. feel free to correct me. I'm yeah. a novice at this completely. I'm just, I'm just amazed actually, at, like for the most part, really about people who do crazy shit like that. Even, uh, like who, who would imagine to surf a hundred yeah, foot wave? Yeah, like, to envision at, that alone, not yeah, alone doing like it. Just envisioning it, that. You see it, and then nobody, very few people think of going in the yeah, water going when you into see the water. that. You know, people, <laughs> when, when they, when in movies, when they see like a hundred foot wave or like a, like a 50 foot wave or whatever, they run. Yeah, you they know run. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, imagine running towards it when other people are running away from it. It's like that scene from Batman v Superman where Ben Affleck's Batman's running into the smoking building after everyone else is running away. Yeah, it's a weird reference. I know. <laughs> okay. like, it's like first thing that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Well, speaking of crazy stuff, like, is there something crazy that you haven't done yet that you are considering doing? Like something like say life threatening, not life like life threatening, but like life risking. All right, like I mean, the like sky a little bit thing, skydiving yeah. thing or something. I, I, would I you want, consider I, it? I, I do want to do skydiving. You do yeah, want to yeah. do skydiving? Like, I'm not afraid of heights. I, I know some people are like extremely afraid of heights. I'm or, really afraid of heights. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not afraid of heights and I'm not afraid of doing skydiving like yeah. at all. Like maybe when I'm, when I'm there, when I'm in the when plane, I'll, moment, I'll definitely yeah. be nervous. Yeah. Of yeah. course. It's but the then, adrenaline's yeah. going to come up. But as a, as I'm sitting right here, yeah. I would literally go today. You would go today you know, like, skydiving? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, if someone comes in the room with like a fully like jumpsuit, he's like, hey, yeah. this was you, a surprise. If it's for free, like, yeah, yeah go as ahead. a free trip too? <laughs> Yo, actually, my roommates were talking about like, oh, in the summer, we should go skydiving. I was like, nah, y'all have fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, have <laughs> I was fun. like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Rovin and like, uh, uh Howie, yeah, yeah, Justin, they were like, oh yeah, we should go skydiving. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nah, dude, I'm nah. deathly afraid. Cause I don't <laughs> like heights. We lived in the, the fourth floor of the building. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, of your I, apartment, of my apartment, yeah. that was the top building. And I was thinking to myself, okay, this is fine. Like this height, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go past this. Oh, to be honest, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so you, I was even like, if you if you lived in like New York, mm-hmm. you can't live. In I a, wouldn't. In oh, jeez. If I if I had to, like, if it was like no other option, I just wouldn't go by the window most mm-hmm. times. Yeah, yeah. I literally put my bed in like the opposite corner of the window and stuff. You yeah, know? like uh, ooh, but like yeah, like heights really don't do it for me mm-hmm. or they do it for me in the worst way in the worst way yeah, yeah but like so like yeah and they were like oh dude skydiving's not that bad like they were like would you rather us because like you know i talked to them about like some of my like like uh like fears like fears right so then they were like okay okay well then would you rather skydive or have an arranged marriage because they know that like because <laughs> yeah. they know that like in my like uh culture i just like a lot of arranged marriage and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like i'm not like super stoked for that either so yeah. then they were like oh would you rather do that and i was like 
Honestly, I think I'd take the arranged marriage. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I, dude, it's just, like, it's not, like, necessarily that I'm afraid of dying more than anything. Because eventually we are all going to die. Yeah. It's just the That's fact that we That's something you got to work on, yeah, too, though. Yeah, like, a, if you are afraid of it, I get it. I mean, like, yeah, I was, too. At, at this point, I'm not saying that, oh, I'm going to jump out of here right now. Yeah, like, you want to die right gonna, now? <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, um, I've accepted that it is a reality. Yeah. Like, eventually everyone's going to die. Mm-hmm. You know? And you never... And you literally Get never controlled. know when it's going to happen. Yes. Like you think it's life. today. You might, it might yeah. happen today. You might get yeah. hit by a bus today. You might get hit by you a, could, a You could be tomorrow. eating. No, it doesn't even have to be that dramatic yeah. as a thing. You could be eating a sandwich while listening to this. And God forbid you start choking. Yeah. I hope no one dies that way now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. I will, feel really, I will feel really bad. Please drink some water, whatever you're eating with, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just like, come on. Somebody's take, eating take a peanut bites. butter jelly right oh, now. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Like that, yeah. Hey, grab some milk if you're doing that yeah. right now. Don't don't swallow. If you're lactose intolerant. If you're lactose intolerant, get water then. If you're allergic to water. Oh, we were talking about the lactose yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I was, because like so much stuff, milk is it's so much stuff. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like milk is in a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about that earlier, too. Yeah, and that was like that one of the first conversations. It was, yeah, the first thing when I got into your car, we were talking about like, oh, you know, like I said that my eyes are kind of red uh, right now because I have seasonal allergies. Mm-hmm. I like that I'm highly reactive to like pollen and like particles the, in the yeah. air that are like seasonal. Yeah, yeah. See, it's their seasonal allergies. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Well, there is. I could take medicine for it. And reduce it somewhat, and I could take eye drops for it. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I don't because I don't really care. It's not like um, this is the worst of it. Like I never. Yeah. I mean, it right hurt. now it's not that red. Yeah, it's not that. It's not, not red. That red, right? But yeah. like uh, it's a little red. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I don't. Um, it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't hurt me at all. It doesn't like. It's literally just an aesthetic thing. It's yeah. pure optics. But like, um, if is I was vi- allergic, is your vision like no, not my vision is not yeah. impaired, not blurred, not obscured in any way, shape, or form right mm-hmm. now. I can see that water bottle. I can see you. I can see the camera. I can see the flask. I can see everything in here. Yeah. But uh, if I was allergic to something like milk or butter, I feel like things would probably be. I would have to avoid <laughs> yeah. more things. Yeah. You know, because uh, I didn't realize butter was in so much things. Then I mm-hmm. went to my apartment and I cooked myself more. Right. Yeah. I was like, you have to butter the pan and yeah, stuff. Butter so the it, pan. You have to butter the pan. Butter's in a lot of baked goods yeah. Oh, as well. yeah. If you make brownies, my roommate made brownies one time. Uh, like, if you make brownies, if you make cookies. Yeah, all anything. that shit. Yeah, has, it's, has like, really products. important. Yeah, I and know. even if you're just frying something, you know, you butter the pan up. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, it's it's just so integral to a lot of food. I know. Like, so, if you are allergic to butter, if you're allergic to dairy products like milk, it's just... It, I mean, it's, it's a, a hassle yeah, <laughs> like for life, I, I, really. I mean, yeah, I'm I grateful. For you, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Gra- yeah. But on the other hand, I am interested to to, to know how you, you get around that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how, how would you? Like, I'm genuinely intrigued, you know, because, um, you know, vegans don't eat meat, you know, and they have all sorts of alternatives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like they like make stuff out of like flour and tofu and like, you know, non-meat, non-animal products. And it's like interesting the way they get around stuff. So I'm like. They can eat pasta, right? Yeah, pasta's not, there's no animal on its own. <laughs> I thought about that sometimes. And then, like, I actually asked one of my vegan friends one time, oh, you guys can eat pasta, right? And they were like, yeah, of course, you idiot. You know? <laughs> yeah, the- and I was like, I was dead ass thinking, I know, I'm sorry. It sounds like a stupid question, but, but they can't, I forget they can't how much eat stuff pasta that's- with, like, meat sauce mm-hmm. and yeah, stuff like well, that. They obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. So they had to like, ration it to a specific way of making it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, like, I don't think anybody eats just plain pasta. No, like, on its own? <laughs> yeah. I. 
dog out on its own. I put yeah. tomato sauce on yeah, it at least. Sauce. Yeah, but you gotta I have something. Yeah, it's just starch then on. <laughs> You're just <laughs> eating starch, which is a terrible. It's just why would you do that? But yeah. yeah, uh, you know, yeah. One time I was eating pasta, and then like my mom was like, "Here, put some like meat in it." And I was like, "Nah, I'll just eat it like mm-hmm. this," because I really like pasta, and she was like. No, you're just eating starch, dude. It's just starch. There's yeah. no health benefits to that on its own. It's just carbs. Uh, it's just carbs and, and starch. The thing about carbs is you could eat a bowl of pasta and within 30 minutes you'll be hungry again because it's it just no, it like doesn't doesn't digest, yeah it doesn't like yeah like very quickly. it doesn't transfer into energy yeah quickly. it doesn't yeah, yeah. nothing happens to really. nothing happens well, you to only it. eat it because it tastes good Italian food's one of my favorite foods. I love food it's, it's, uh, that derives from Italy. Yeah, right. pizza, but it's, pasta. I will say this though. Um, I was reading a history lesson about pizza mm-hmm. in uh, an eighth grade class. I don't remember what the hell that class was about. It was not a history class. I can tell you that. <laughs> they much. just started talking it's about just, pizza. No, it was like no, no, no. There was like this thing we had to read and then we had to answer questions. It was like a reading comprehension thing. Oh, okay. Like a like a reading comprehension test. But then I read this article that I then had to you know do some like multiple choice questions for afterwards. And the article was about like um, the history of pizza. Yeah. So it was like basically, and how pizza got to America essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was like a bunch of soldiers during world war one or two. I don't remember. Probably either one of those, but I think one, <laughs> I think one makes more sense. Cause it's earlier in time. Yeah, I think pizza yeah. was around. Yeah. 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 So much, it was like much. that. And then like American soldiers, yeah. when they were stationed in Italy, um, like, yeah, they, they helped them themselves to local cuisine mm-hmm. and that was pizza mm-hmm. and then when they came back a lot of them were like you know shouting about pizza yeah that, that's what i gleamed from the now article pizza i think is like what yeah i think the world's most popular food yeah and but sure. pizza was different back then like uh yeah. there wasn't it's like you couldn't recognize it as pizza back then mm-hmm. so like basically there was no like meat or cheese or toppings or anything yeah like definitely that. not and then i went to was, naples actually yeah. the, then, the city where they make or it was originated pizza and though I went or my, me and my family went into the restaurant, one of the most famous restaurants to get, uh, the Napoli pizza. The like, Nap- yeah. Naples uh, pizza. Yeah. Naples pizza. Yeah. And so you go in there and they don't have any menu and they come to you and they said, uh, do you want cheese or no cheese? That's it. Or yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so the cheese that's wasn't, a cheese wasn't a given, you know? Yeah. See, like, I'm, I'm like a bit of a, a, a plain Jane, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when I, my preferred pizza, honestly, most of the time is just cheese pizza. Yeah. That's for most of my life. So I would have definitely said cheese if I were you. Yeah, I know. I did. I did. I mean, all it is, is they have the sauce, right? Like they, what, what, uh, Naples pizza is known for is like the way the dough is, the yeah. dough is uh, fermented quality and like of the, the quality dough. of it is just like, yeah, it's, right. it's the best pizza I've ever had. And I can't find anything close to it over I here. Can't, yeah, it's yeah. not comparable, <laughs> it's right? It's not comparable. I was going to say that, like, I heard, right? Actually, no, I didn't hear. I know that mm-hmm. there is square-shaped pizza. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? In, uh, and Detroit, I keep being told. Famous. Yeah, in yeah. New York, too. New York, yeah. yeah. And I keep being told that that this type of pizza is better and superior to the, to the triangle shape. But here's the here's, here's the other side, yeah. Uh, when you get the square shape right you get a large square yeah it's cut into squares yeah only the only 
places where you get the crust are on the outside. So oh. if you go inside, you get no crust. You it's get just no a crust, flat, just a flat cheese and yeah, bread. Flat oh cheese. man, that's what that's that what is, the kicker okay. is. Well, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm thinking. All right, just go for the corners quickly then. Yeah, grab you friends over. Just grab <laughs> the corners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you then know, you with, get no with, crust. I mean, with cake, at least you eat it with a spoon on a plate, so you could get the centerpiece if you wanted to. Yeah. Again, always go for corners, guys. But always, you know. You got to have a little crust. You gotta, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, I like the crust, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And guess crust gets a bad rap because some members of my family, not going to call them out, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they do like eat, like whenever they eat pizza, if they're eating like two slices or three slices, yeah. what happens is they leave the, the, the crust behind and they just throw the crust behind. I'm just <laughs> yeah. thinking, man, it's just so wasteful, bro. It, uh, sometimes, crust. sometimes I don't like crust when it's done mm-hmm. or when it's not done Right, right. There's, there's some where it's like really dry, where it's really doughy, and you, you don't, you don't want it. I don't want to be able to. I don't want to chug I a totally water down. I totally get that, man. I totally get to that. just get down but a, a piece probably, of crust. Even yeah. if I didn't like the crust, I'd still eat it and then yeah. just drink some water if it wasn't like good. You yeah, know? yeah. I just, just to wash it down. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'd, Talking about pizza though, hmm. do you know uh, Dave Portnoy, the guy who does one bite pizza reviews? Dave Portnoy. He, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I okay. founded Barstool. So okay, okay, Barstool okay. Sports. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't actually you tell don't you know? about him. Yeah, he's, he does, he started pizza reviews uh, just randomly over, I think now he's been doing it for like six or so years, somewhere in there, like mid 2010s, okay. he started doing it. And now he goes all around the country, all around the world. Yeah. Mostly in the East Coast, sometimes in the West Coast. Yeah. But, he just reviews pizzas from literally every pizza shop there is, like, <laughs> like in the world, huh? in the world, yeah. Like, Dang. he's just been pizza to almost, specifically, just I, pizza. I know some food and channels, just cheese, too. just cheese, just pizza. cheese pizza. Yeah. And he my does one guy, every. Actually. He does one every single weekday. Every weekday, you you go on his channel right now. Not a day missed. Not a day missed. Not a day missed. Every <laughs> single day. Every single weekday. How many years yeah. has he been doing this for every single weekday? Uh. Close to five years, I Close think. Close to five years, dang. So five, maybe, like, maybe I don't know, more. Out of every, that's that's a lot of that's a lot. That's of, a lot. Yeah, of pizza. So okay, so he's goes. He does this all over the world, then, huh? At wherever he goes, like okay. it, mostly he he lives in the U.S. US right? He mainly does and the U.S. Lives on the East Coast. I guess Coast. there's a lot of pizza restaurants in the U.S. Because yeah. if he does this every day for five years, and he does this like if he just did this in the U.S., you know, I'd be thinking, <laughs> dang, how many goddamn pizzas like places? There's a lot of fucking places. There's a lot of places, but like. Wait, if it's like Pizza Hut, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same company, right? Yeah. So different stores will still have the same ingredients yeah, and items. Yeah. So would would it count? Sorry, would it count if he went to one Pizza Hut in like uh, Ohio mm-hmm. and then went to another Pizza Hut in Idaho? I think he only went to one Pizza Hut. Yeah, and like the whole that's thing. It. He counts that yeah. as one, and right? Okay, yeah, that's, he went that's to what like, I was wondering. He about. went to Blaze Pizza. Yeah, and he hates LeBron, and yeah. LeBron is a <laughs> Is a part owner in Blaze Pizza, and he gave it a zero. Like he oh, took dude, like less than I, a that, bite, you know, and then just like threw it on the ground. That's funny as hell because I freaking love Blaze Pizza. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. dough is soft as hell. All right, yeah. for sure. But some people like that soft texture. Mm-hmm. I just think the cheese is really well done, and I do like the oven texture and everything. Yeah. So I like it's Blaze quick, Pizza. You know. Yeah, it's quick too. It's quick. Yeah. You get the fast. You get it faster. So I mean, yeah, it's probably not the best quality in the world, Blaze Pizza. Yeah. But I mean, you want it. It's for like Chipotle speed. but pizza. You do it for the expediency. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but there's so many yeah. pizza places out there that i didn't even know of until i started watching these reviews and 
and I don't know if you've heard about New Haven. Style yeah, I pizza. have heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah New, New Haven, Haven style pizza. Uh, that's probably my favorite. I mean, I went there again in December. This past December, I was in New York, and my cousins they live in Connecticut. Yeah, and it's a quick drive, like three hour drive to they where they live, and then the next day, it it was like around Christmas time, mm-hmm. I think, and. We went to Sally's Pizza. Sally's oh, okay. a Pizza is what it's called. Has Portnoy gone there? Yeah, he's, that's like one of the top scores. Oh, it's okay. Like, it's in the nines. And his scale is actually very difficult. Like, even if it's a solid pizza, yeah. he never gives out like a 10. Yeah. You have to, since, since you have he's to be done. be really good to get the really, nine. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be really, really good. Like, maybe a handful, maybe 10 places out of like the hundreds he's done is in the nines. And everything else is. Like a seven, seven is where most are. And then maybe some sixes, some eights. Um, but yeah, that's, that Sally's is, I think a nine, two or something. And, yeah. and he, to him, it's his favorite, even though it's not the highest score, I think to him, for him, it's his favorite. And how did you had. like it? I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it, it, you know how most ovens are just like with a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other, but, but what, with Sally's, it's a charcoal oven. So mm. you get that so charcoal like flavor, okay, flavor on right, the crust. Right. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Yeah, it's it's different. And it, I love it. Yeah. Well, I know what to check out. If I'm yeah. ever on the it, new Haven. Yeah. 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 There's okay. little, that, that's like the, the one street that has good pizza. It's Worcester Street in New Haven, Connecticut. It's right next to Yale, too. Yale yeah. is right there. Yeah. And um, the if you literally walk a few blocks and on the same street, there's another restaurant, Pepe's, uh, that also makes pizza. And th- those two guys had a feud, like the actual oh, wait, like, a, like a rivalry, yeah, sort a of rivalry. Thing? Yeah. Like Sally's, they they knew each other as as kids, but then oh, geez. over so it's a long time yeah. rivalry. It's a lifelong villain arc, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, but now that now that both of them you are know, dead. Speaking so. of villain, like rivalries between two food distributors, who there was. I remember quite a while back mm-hmm. a dispute over turf between two ice cream vendors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was Mr. Stuffy and one of them was Mr. Creamy. So what happened? Well, that's a video. Yeah, Mr. yeah, Stuffy, I'm a, I'm a, Mr. yeah I mean, maybe I don't think that's their legal names, uh-huh. but <laughs> brand names. I mean, if it was their legal names, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's kind of like if if I was named like if your last name was economics mm-hmm. and he became a business major later in life. Yeah. Like where else would you have what, if you'd done <laughs> yeah. anything else? I would have been like, yeah, dude, if Mr. Creamy became a lawyer, I mean, geez, yeah. you know, <laughs> but anyway, Mr. Creamy, Mr. Stuffy, uh, apparently we're fighting over turf. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, uh, it got pretty heated. So one of them, I can't remember who <laughs> grabbed like a crowbar and then he like, or some, some solid object. Then he smashed the window, with the other one. And then the other ice cream driver in response smashed his ice cream van into the other. He just drove it into the <laughs> yeah. other one. And I was thinking to myself, dang, they, this must be like a really good spot for like kids yeah. to get, get ice cream because they're fighting over it like a lot. They're risking uh-huh. a lot, you know, like yeah. monetary damages, they might, jail time, yeah. you know. The ROI on this must be, <laughs> must be insane. They must have been like, dude, this is the spot, all right? Like it's like right after, kids you know, only come right here. After, it's yeah, like the only place in the world that the kids would go because that's where like, that's where you'll get all the revenue, yeah. you know, yeah. all, all the freaking pocket change. 
but like yeah that that just reminded me of that when you were talking about the the, the feud, feud yeah. between the two uh, rival food vendors i was like dang it's so dumb how like there's there's some arguments that people have that you that uh, to me personally like the perspective i look at any mm. arguing is yeah. why argue when two people that have different perspectives mm. can just coexist have a right or have like a dialogue yeah or have a dialogue just talk about it but and you don't even have to agree mm-hmm. with the other side you just have to understand where they're coming from where their perspective is yeah yeah i think understanding and, perspective is key yeah. to a lot of conflict and that could resolution. avoid literally 90 percent of conflict yeah no absolutely just i agree that. yeah i mean just yeah, I mean, you you could glean people's perspectives and stuff like that by understanding their position. You their know what view, I mean? yeah, yeah, like they're like where they literally stand and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, we talked about that a little bit. Yeah, we talked about that a little yeah, bit. With, yeah, because uh, we were talking you bring about. That? <laughs> yeah, well, okay, all right. Well, thanks, thanks for asking. You know, yeah. all right. Uh, but like, yeah, okay. So like, uh, me and Shyam, we're both uh, South Asian, right? Yeah, and. If I remember correctly, your parents are immigrants too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my parents are immigrants. His parents are immigrants. So we're both technically first gen born here. Yeah. We're like the children of first gen immigrants. Or yeah. Are we, yeah. Cause I always get confused. If we're that's, the first that's gen, what it is. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, so like basically we're talking about like kind of the views mm-hmm. that our parents hold that we don't necessarily hold. Typically, you know, our parents, they come from a different tradition, a different culture. So they hold different cultural values and different worldviews entirely. Right. So like um, my parents, for example, like my family, they're a bit more, you know, reserved about Mm -hmm. things. You know, they're not as open about, you know, everything, like every single social issue and such or like, uh, you know. uh, And then whereas like us. Right. Since we're in a newer environment than they are we tend to want to be more, you know, open, more mm-hmm. like, uh, more free, more for free. lack of a better word. I mean, yeah. free. You Independence. Know, like, our, our view of the world is just basically, as long as you allow other people freedom, yeah. then should we allow uh, to, to think, to, to, yeah. to like hold to, their own, yeah. like, you know, perceptions of mm-hmm. the world and like, you to know, say what they want to say, to do what they want to do. That's our perception. And not everybody has yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, I was saying like, you know, like, uh, we were talking like, oh, it may take time for them to get to like this level mm-hmm. of acceptance of that sort of way of thinking, but like, probably not. Uh, <laughs> my, my, cause my thing is we were also talking earlier about like, uh, you know, how you develop the most at an earlier age. They mm-hmm. spent their developmental years, their primary developmental years, and then some mm-hmm. in like different countries with different, you know, cultural values, different yeah. standards, different norms, different cultural norms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, it's not like, um... It's okay. So it's like, uh, for example, like my family, like the, I mean, the culture thing is like, um, uh, arranged marriage and it's like not to like have extra, like not to like date Mm. or have, you know, like not to have romantic ties prior or outside of marriage. Right. Damn. You know, that's, that's like the thing. It's like, um, I don't hate, like, you know, I don't, I don't hold any resent, resentment towards them for it or anything. I get it. You know, you have perspective. You, uh, you know, you grew up in a, you know, uh, a different region of the world with different values. Mm -hmm. Like I completely get it. I don't expect you to shake off those values. (laughs) Like just go like, oh yeah, sure. And then you just change it. That's not how like the human mind works. You know, the human mind takes time to develop. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, since it takes time for someone to 
like hold a belief. Yeah. yeah, To, to develop and create their worldview. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time for them to shift the worldview. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen with like one conversation or even like me just politely asking. (laughs) So it's like, you know, and even with that difference, you, you can understand. I'm glad you, you specifically can understand why they have that. You just said like, it's because of their culture Uh and where they grew up and like that affects them. And if, I was born in that same place. I'd probably be the same Yo, way. Yeah, I, t- right? I totally would too. Like, you know, yeah. if, we were, if, we're, if our roles were reversed where they grew up here and I grew up in Pakistan, I'd definitely yeah. be a different person. I'd probably be more conservative yeah, yeah. than they are, you know? Uh, they're not conservative, by the way. When I say conservative, when we're talking about it, we mean like social. Not political. Yeah, not yeah. political. Not, not like the political label. Like, uh, like if someone is more reserved mm-hmm. and like... I'll say, for lack of a better term, all right, close-minded. Yeah. yeah, more, you know, like uh, they would like they would like less sociability, like mm-hmm. like not, um, you know, when it comes to like uh, the type of friends you have, or whether you date or not, or whether you wait till marriage for things like you know, sex. Yeah, you know? it's like um, that would be having more conservative social views, mm-hmm. and then being more open and more freely sociable, like if like. Uh, you know, you date more than like one person throughout your life or you date people of the same gender or different genders or whatever, yeah. then you would be considered more liberal minded or open minded. That's yeah. that's what I mean when I use the term. Like I'm not talking about like Democrat or Republican. I mean, yeah, like, and the, yeah, and like, the yeah. words that you're true. Yeah. yeah. That, in, in this specific situation, that's what I mean. Okay. So they're more conservative in the sense that they want to conserve their way of life. Right. Mm-hmm. Their values. They want and to that's conserve what a lot of us. people yeah. do, I think. Yeah, yeah. A lot of A lot of people, yeah, they want to conserve their way. Someone who's mm-hmm. liberal would hold a view. They could hold views that are more traditional. Or more you mean conservative. conservative? You said hold view? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone could hold a view, right? Mm-hmm. That's, like, you know, more, like, traditional, more conservative, more mm-hmm. culturally oriented and stuff. But then still allow, you know, their kids to hold different views that are, say, more liberal or whatever. Yeah. And then that would be... Uh, still technically the more open-minded way of going about things, yeah. you know? So that, 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 that could happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that, like, yeah. personally for me, the reason why I, I am open-minded and I don't have literally any preconceptions about anybody whatsoever, yeah. uh, I, uh, the way I look at the world and I look at people is that I, I give them full faith and, and knowing that yes, there, there, there are people out there that can kill, that can murder, that can do horrible things. There, there, there are people out, out there like that, but there are also people that are kind, yeah. that care. Yeah. And who am I to judge someone I don't, based yeah. on yeah. like where they've bit, where they grew up. And maybe that's the only reason they're like that is because of their no, environment. Yeah, no, I right? was going to say that too. So, I was going to say that, you know, environment plays a big part in, in yeah. who the people become. I don't think anyone's born a murderer or born yeah. a psychopath <laughs> or anything like that. I do think it's the way their environment shapes them. And I don't just mean like their political and economic environment. I think social environment also yeah, plays a part. Definitely. Dude, you know I, mean, I mean, your yeah. parents, not only your parents, but the friends, your friends where you grew school, up around. Like, you know, the, what, yeah, yeah, school. Whether in you sociology, walk we learned, to school or yeah, you Yeah, in sociology, we learned this term called socialization. Mm-hmm. So the type of society that exists goes through a socialization process. So like an individual is influenced by the people around them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the types of behaviors and attitudes that he'll adopt will be reflective of the types of behaviors and attitudes that exist outside him in the society he grows up in. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, that's the term that's used to describe it. So we all go through a socialization mm-hmm. process, you know, 
we meet people who are different, you know what I mean, than yeah. us. But like, um, ultimately, like the way we turn out, and I think it's, it's good. To, it's it's, it's good to meet different people no. because yeah, I totally agree. When when you're only in this one bubble mm-hmm. of thinking, then it's like limited. Yeah, it's limited in your perception. You don't even realize that there are different people out here that have different thoughts, and that's what I'm grateful for for being born in this country is that not one classroom that I've been in mm-hmm. had the same ethnicity. Like no one student was like in China. If you go to a school there, pretty much everybody in that classroom is going to be Chinese. Yeah. Pretty much like most that. Most of mostly. the time. Uh, there's, there's some, there's like some international students. Yeah. In yeah. China. There's, yeah. But like, I, I saw like one video there. Oh yeah. Like, Cause it was like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, it's interesting that you say that. Cause when I, I'm not denying what you said, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. true I for mean, the most part, but when I went yeah, to school, nothing's like completely I was just... the only brown person in that class. There were other uh-huh. races, but I was the only brown person in my first grade class. Yeah. Like the, specifically South Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were other races. Yeah. They were, there were black people. There were white people. There were Hispanic people. But that's but what I, I mean. The only like, specific, I, I, I'm yeah. glad that there's diversity because it allowed me to never think of a human being that's mm-hmm. different. Yo, like okay. I, I no, don't for, for sure. I don't yeah. think of, I think it's like harder. Cause like some people, if they haven't been exposed to like a person of a different ethnic or racial background, when they see them for the first time, they may have like very visceral reactions. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily because they're trying to be offensive. It's just, it's literally the first time they're <laughs> yeah, seeing yeah. it. They could be, they could be having offensive if they had like, preconceived notions about it like yeah. without ever seeing one there's some parts of like the world that are like that where like they're taught to view people that are different as like yeah. bad but if they legitimately don't know they weren't priorly informed of like a person's existence <laughs> yeah. outside of that it's not they're not intentionally trying to be invasive or astonished anything. Or... i think yeah that's the thing so like you know we're always talking about trying to understand people from like different perspectives mm-hmm. Like, you know, the words that like could be used to articulate that is like empathy. Empathy. We're trying yeah. to be empathetic mm-hmm. of like other people's like, you know, how their worldviews came about. Yeah. So it's like and it it's, was this tribe. Um, like you could look this up on YouTube for uh-huh. anyone. Like literally just type the words, uh, like uh tribe sees white people for the first time. Oh. And it's literally a video of like uh this indigenous these indigenous that have peoples never been contacted. That are never yeah, that uncontacted like yeah. peoples, right? That uh, and then this white uh, journalist and her white cameraman, they saw them for the first time. They found them, and then like I think what I assume is the chieftain. I, again, I, I'm just assuming it could just be just a member of the tribe mm-hmm. approached them with like like curiosity but caution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how it started, like curiosity but with caution. Like yeah, what like is you know this? That they, I'm they're hu- they look human, yeah. but we've never seen them ever. Yeah, before. they're like they look human. But like what happened to their skin, yeah. you know, yeah. but like, so then they approached them and then, uh, like the, um, you know, the, the journalist was also being hesitant, like still being careful, mm-hmm. but like their job was to learn more. And eventually throughout the video, the video was like 15 minutes mm-hmm. or something. Eventually it's like, you know, they're like, um, they're all good. You know, like mm-hmm. they all start like. Like, you know, talking to each other and then like not talking, but like communicating yeah, I just guess, to the extent that they language. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah hands, to the extent yeah. that they can. They are like communicating. They're like vibing, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're like smiling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. 
And then like that's where the video ends. I have no idea what happened afterwards. Someone in the comments said that the the they like the tribe eventually got displaced by like people because they found out they existed and stuff. Oh, damn. I I mean if that happened that sucks. I I don't know. I'll have to do more research into mm-hmm. that. But if that happened that sucks. Yeah. But like yeah, but that that's what I mean. It's like because like it's not like they're trying to be like um like uh like fearful or trying to like give off like oh we're you know trying to like hurt your feelings or your sensibilities or anything it's legit it's just it's like a visceral reaction mm-hmm. you can't control it it's a bit like shock even you know yeah like yeah, uh, it's crazy. so it's like that that's the thing you know we, we're trying to we're trying to practice empathy empathy like people of different you know worldviews and stuff like that with my parents i, I always try to practice empathy you know because mm-hmm. like um you know they don't want me you know uh talking well okay so if I have like a uh, a girl over because we're working on a project together or something for school or something like they're you know they're chill about that or not, not, chill, not chill not chill not chill <laughs> uh they'll accept it but probably begrudgingly yeah uh-huh. but like um yeah they 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 don't want like me and my brothers they don't want us dating girls or doing any yeah, of that stuff you gotta yeah. keep it quiet you gotta keep it. <laughs> Uh, you know, on the on the DL, the DL, you can't <laughs> yeah. be doing that. You know, gotta keep it on the, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, can't be, yeah, you know. But like, I was watching, but that, like, yeah. we talked about that yeah. earlier. Uh, it shows us things that will do differently for our children. Like, yeah, we, yeah, it demonstrates like maybe you want your children to be a little bit more, you know, like, oh yeah. Uh, another thing that we have, I get why they do this from their perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, uh. It's like we we aren't supposed to have. Well, actually, I don't know if it's like. I think it's just my parents. It might just be my parents because <laughs> I don't even know if like other. I don't even think this is a cultural thing. I think it's just what my parents. So basically, um, when I was a kid growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever my friends would have sleepovers, I would ask my parents if I could go. I'd always be told no, mm-hmm. and then like they never ever in their life were descriptive with it. Mm-hmm. Like they never described in detail why. They just said our children and they were like very serious about this. Like, really? It was like horror behind their eyes. They were like, our children will never have sleepovers like in this house or go to other people's sleepovers Damn. ever. Like they were really to this day. About that. Yeah. To this, to this day, you know, which is <laughs> weird. Cause I'm an adult now yeah. and I'm actually living in like, uh, apartments yeah, with roommates. With so other- I kind of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a sleepover. <laughs> I actually told them that when I came back home for like the summer, I was like, you know, I just like, just like, you know, small critique, you know, yeah. of the, of the, of the, tactic of the strategy of the method of the policy right is that um like i probably would have been like more prepared to like sleep in like you know a different environment with other people yeah if i had sleepovers to live or, around was, other or people. went yeah. to sleepovers you know because it's like all right you just it becomes like practices you're not too nervous about it when it's like you know your first time sleeping mm-hmm. in a different area right yeah yeah with, like, with other well, people I mean, with sleeping like actually sleeping there you know mm-hmm. with other with other people you know yeah um but like uh, I told them that, right? I told them that, you know, they never really, they never were, they were too receptive yeah, they didn't to the criticism. But yeah. I was saying that, like, okay, so one part of that that makes sense, I guess, was that like, um, so I have a little sister, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't want guys sleeping over in the house because I have a little sister, right? Mm-hmm. And the logic was that other families have girls in their house, right? So they don't want me to sleep in that house because it's just like a respect thing, you're like a like, uh, you know, girls and boys aren't supposed to, like, from their view, aren't, Culturally, supposed, to, yeah, yeah. aren't supposed to be, like, in the same, unless it's, like, family members or yeah. whatever. That's it. Yeah. But besides that, nah. But, like, one time I told her that, like, 
dead ass one of my friends had a sleepover and it was just him and his dad are the only people that live in the house i told him there are no girls there it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. impossible right like unless one of like the other people brings their sister over for whatever reason there's mm-hmm. no way but they still won't go Damn. for it so that I sucks mean, yeah it's, it's just yeah it's different perspectives like yeah uh, what do you when i i used to be in the perspective of i have to change these people but now i'm in the perspective uh, or by change these people i mean change people who have different ideas like yeah. they should all believe what i believe yeah yeah right yeah. and now i'm at the perspective of okay you believe something different and i believe something different and who knows like i i don't give a fuck what's right or wrong mm-hmm. but let me just understand that and of course i i might not agree with that idea but sure i'll i'll i'll, I'll respect it for you no no you know? absolutely like i respect it. that they uh really value this stuff yeah i do i 100 percent. if they believe this like they hold these perceptions i'm like and they these perceptions are really important to them then i'm yeah, fine whatever. with it you know yeah um, then you grow older and yeah have the only time i asked my parents like the only time that they would be okay with me getting like 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 into a relationship outside of like that that they personally would be cool with mm-hmm. is like if like i met a person of like the same exact faith yeah mm. yeah that was it yeah religion it. yeah that was it that's like a big thing for them you know? okay because they're worried that like oh yeah this is the thing they're worried about and like this is interesting it's like how, the way they think i think is kind of interesting is that yeah. they think that um if people marry outside their faith right mm-hmm. then they will fear that the children won't be raised with the same faith mm-hmm. and then eventually like the faith will die out oh, okay like because i'm my, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but. my family is from a very specific sect. Oh, right? okay. So that's why they're yeah, worried yeah. about that sect is smaller than like the whole, the whole religion. Yeah. yeah. So they're worried that that sect will die off yeah, if we'll they die don't. Off. You know, it's like I, I get that. I guess, but I'm just but like you know. I think everything evolves. There, there's probably yeah. ideas. I mean, the Mayans used to kill people mm. or kill children. Uh, for blood right like they would have i don't, blood I don't r- think so rituals or I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty or sure we were, or something like I, that. it was okay so i think at first we were uh like when when people were trying to translate mm-hmm. the uh the like depictions of like what the lines and aztecs themselves recorded of what they were doing mm-hmm. we assumed that it was like mass sacrifice it turns out that that wasn't true actually oh, okay. what happened that. originally yeah no a lot of people think this at first but what happened originally that's what's taught in school yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. much like everybody <laughs> but, gets but, like, that knowledge but, but what happened originally right was that um uh like uh, a person of like high status within the area mm-hmm. w- they would do a ritual not a sacrifice where they would like uh draw some blood right yeah. and then that would be like in hopes of a good harvest but in very, very, very extreme cases, mm. then they would like kill like one person, one mm. sacrifice. Okay. But it wasn't like a systemic thing. There weren't mass graves or anything. Yeah, like yeah. That. that was it. That was just that was just something I learned. Yeah. So I was like, I, I didn't know that. like that. But your point is that like ideas Think, evolve, evolve over time. Yeah, yeah, it always changes. It always adapts. And the more rigid you are, it seems like the the more rigid you are into holding one thing the more it's starting to change like yeah. the more it's going to fade out it's if you're trying to keep it one thing and so personally for me i'm always learning different ideas from all different parts of life every religion i'm i'm a student of not because you're still in life be, yeah i'm a student of life but yeah. not because i want to be a part of certain religion like i don't look at religion for something that i have to 
be like identify myself as I I look at it as something I could learn from. Yo, yeah, no, no. I, I, I actually think that's an awesome way to look at it. If you just yeah. see them as guides, as sources of knowledge, then knowledge. you can pick up that knowledge. You know, you control the knowledge. The knowledge doesn't control you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's my perspective on it. And it's helped me tremendously. I, like I've, I've uh, listened to parts of the Tao Te Ching, of Taoism. Taoism, of Taoism. Taoism, yeah. Of Hinduism, the Bhagavad Gita, like I've, uh, and the Bible the Quran, like all that shit. Like I've, I, I haven't like read the whole fucking thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not much of a reader. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I, wanna, I mean like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I listen to people talk about it. People who have uh, sermons and such, mm-hmm. like talk about these yeah. ideas. And that's what's brought me the most knowledge. Yeah. And what, what it's enlightened me in the fact that I realized most of it is the same thing. Most Yo, of it no, just yeah, talks I, about... I noticed that, actually. Is <laughs> yeah. that, like... It's, like, a lot of the core tenets of, like, Islam, Christianity, Judaism specifically, they have a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, people don't like to hear this. That makes <laughs> them mad because they think, like, no, we're the right one. But, like... There's no bro, right, I think bro. if no it... Right. Even if there is a right one, shouldn't you be, like, happy that, like, the, what you're saying is still being <laughs> conveyed and it's accepted by another group? Yeah. I feel like that should be a point of coming together. <laughs> yeah. But then, ironically, it's just, like, people it's are like, real. yeah, that's, like, you know... Fuck. But it's, like... It's, it's true, though. Like, yeah, you know, like um, I was learning about the origins of Christianity and like with the devil and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, this is what I learned in like Islamic Sunday school. Oh, so okay. I was like, there's, it's like the same, same thing, you know? Shit, yeah. And then and then with like Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, there's a story of Adam and Eve. And yeah, <laughs> it's like we accept the same stuff. It's, st- it's like not even like there's like some differences like uh, like Jesus. Jesus is also a prophet in mm-hmm. Islam, by the way. He's actually the most quoted quoted prophet in the really? Quran. Damn. Yeah, see, that's the thing. A lot of a lot, not a lot, okay, but like some Christians who don't like Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. They assume that like Muslims are like anti Jesus or they don't know who Jesus even is. Right? Yeah. The irony is that Jesus is a prophet <laughs> of, in, in Islam, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, we we you know we learn about Jesus, we quote Jesus, we love Jesus yeah, and everything, yeah. but they assume that we're like completely we hate Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah but it, it's, you know. It's, it's not true. And again, this isn't all Christians. There's a lot, like my best friend in, in like second grade was a Christian mm-hmm. and he talked about religion a lot. And like, he really cared about his religion. Uh, like he was more religious than I was yeah. for sure. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were friends. Why do you think that is though? Like that people are, that no, yeah. like for us, like yeah. we're, we're both very free people in our ideology where we're, we're, we like don't, more we're not constricted to any, belief like why yeah. do you think that has think developed that? in us probably like environmental conditions for mm-hmm. sure i mean like you know social environmental conditions and yeah. stuff like that political environmental conditions economic environmental conditions you know there's a bit more um again because we're exposed to different because we're a member of diaspora right so the south asian diaspora so like when mm-hmm. we come to america our uh the things we're exposed to are different mm-hmm. you know so we get exposed to a, a whole plethora of plural uh, ideas and Ide- stuff, yeah. you know? So those, like, pearl notions and stuff like that, having, like, because it's much easier to have someone set on a narrow path if they're just exposed to one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, in Pakistan, if you go to Pakistan, you're more likely going to find a mosque than you are a church or a synagogue. Mm-hmm. There are churches and synagogues in Pakistan, but they're very few. There's mm-hmm. not a lot, you know? Um, and 
but like in America, there's like all kinds of yeah, I mean, freedom like, of religion. No, no, no. Is the not first only, amendment. not only just. I'm not just talking about yeah. the major religions. You could probably find a new religion here that you didn't <laughs> yeah. know existed. Like, dude, that's ass, the reason yeah. why people came here, though. You know what Unitarianism like, is? No, I haven't heard of bro, it, bro. I found out literally what yesterday. Is it? What is that? It's like a, a it's like a a, a d- denomination of Christianity. I don't know. Okay. I, that's it. That's it. That's I mean, like, I literally, okay, so I was, like, trying like to think exists, of, I was writing, exists. I was writing something for, like, class, and then I was, like, okay, so, like, there's different types of government, <clears throat> different, like, systems and modes of government, right? There's, like, <clears throat> yeah, hang Drink on. some water. Yeah, like, my yeah. voice is, like, sounding like Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was saying, like, that's yeah. the reason why people came to America, so really. Like, pretty, yeah, they were fleeing uh, religious persecution. Yeah. Were they, were they Protestants? I can't remember. They were a specific so. religion, right? Yeah. They fleed Protestants, England. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what, bro? It's been so dang long. <laughs> I have to look this up because I know about Plymouth Rock and everything. Yeah. I have to look Pilgrims. this up. Pilgrims. See, this is what we were talking about. Shit. When you're younger, you're able to retain information <laughs> yeah. better. I can speak Urdu only because when I was young, I was exposed to Urdu yeah. a lot. So that's why I can speak it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I know nothing about like how to like, re- like remember terms and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that or remember specific details. <laughs> Details about things. If I learned them a long time ago, even five years ago, it's hard for me to pull that. Yeah, you know what I mean, bro. We gotta because those five year olds, bro, they, they're they wasting their a, time with them blocks. Yo, they're, they're, toys, gonna make a, they're gonna make a pill or something that's gonna extend that period, like mm-hmm. that of from five year olds to ten year olds. You know, like some like <clears> that. developmental period. Yeah, I don't know, bro. That's super risky. I feel like the side effects <laughs> may be like destroying your dang brain. I, I mean, at least in the trial runs, you know yeah, what I mean? About, you know about trial and error. I get that. Yeah. I'm all for trial and error as long as the error isn't like death. <laughs> death you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and if you try that on babies, bro, it's like, Fuck. yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not cool with like the experiment if it's on babies it's and the risk is like death. Though, first. On mice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people are like, oh yeah, this brings up an interesting topic. What do mm-hmm. you think about like animals? Do you think animals are like comparable to humans or do you think that we're like there's barriers between us like what distinguishes a human from an animal consciousness consciousness yeah okay That's, so you mean like elevated consciousness right yes because like, like, animals are conscious i guess well like we don't know to the first of all like we're in this perspective of, uh, of human beings we all know that we can think like yeah. thinking is something we can evaluate like, and such yeah and i don't know if other animals think like yeah. they, they don't they don't have the ability have to rationalize rationalize you know yeah i mean they don't have uh i forget the what it, what it's called not intuition something else instinct uh, in, instinct they, yeah they, they follow off of instinct they follow instinct yeah and they follow the survival code that has been laid in their Ranged genetics into their dna and their yeah. dna and that's all they know like a bird flies south why mm. not because it, it's like consciously thinking Oh, let me just go to the south. No, that's it's like what it's better. That's what it's, it's like, like that's like literally programmed it's like, in its, its mind. Yeah, it's like to pre-programmed. Go. It's like like machines are pre-programmed yeah. to do things. That's I how mean, it is. And yeah, so, yeah, I totally yeah. Because uh, like I wrote a report one time when I was trying mm-hmm. to distinguish between like uh, it was a worldview paper. So I had to write about my worldview, and I was like, part of it. My views have changed since. I wrote this when I was eighteen, I think. Yeah, but it was like about um, like what distinguishes an animal from a human. Cause I was like talking about why I have my philosophy, but animals don't have their philosophy. That was one of the criteria for mm. the paper. So I was like, okay, so like animals, uh, when they see like food laying on a trap, right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time they will go for that food. 
yeah. because instinctively part of their DNA is programmed to eat food to continue their sustained existence. Yeah. However, if a human sees a food on a trap, right, he will notice the trap, the trap, yeah. right? He will also think to himself, okay, I need this food to live, right? Mm-hmm. But is it worth what the trap will entail? Yeah. You know? Or how can I, or I for, see this yeah. trap, how can I disassemble it and get the safest exactly. way you know what into I mean? it? So yeah. They have the power of rationalization. So yeah. they will rationalize, there's the risk and like benefit ratio. All right. So I want the food and I don't want to get the risk of getting mm. trapped. And then what they'll do is they'll, yeah, they'll do what you need yeah. to try to disassemble the trap. They'll something. try to, yeah. maybe they'll use a stick or something. You yeah, know use I mean? tools, use To different. trigger the trap first so the mm. trap gets used up and then they can grab the food. Like, you know, there's all sorts of things there. And I think that's like uh, with that. And I, I think it's, I think animal rights are yeah. an interesting issue because I'm, I'm against like hurting animals for no reason. Yeah, I am. Definitely. But in terms of like self-defense, I think it's appropriate. Like, cause like, this seems like like really like oh like well of course I even talk about yeah, this because some people are gonna be like oh yeah but how often yeah. I saw a jubilee video between vegans and like like people right and mm-hmm. they were like they were like uh, non vegans right so okay. then yeah they so were like saying, two groups mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah they were talking I saw, right I, I've, I, think I think I've seen, seen a few of those yeah. videos but the, yeah this one particularly was about like vegans and non vegans they were discussing yeah the vegans and and the thing yeah, about man. those were you don't know right or mm-hmm. do they know. The this group? one they knew. This okay, one they okay. knew. Who I know he some was. of them. They were like, some of them is guess who. Yeah, right? guess. But this one is okay. one of the ones where it's framed where three members of each group right mm-hmm. sit across from each other and then they have discussion. Okay. So um, discussions sometimes get heated depending on what the topic is. Yeah. So vegans, right? Uh, I've met I've met uh, a few vegans in my life. They're yeah. usually very kind people, right? Mm-hmm. They're like not very hostile about their beliefs or anything. Yeah. They're not. They don't impose it on people necessarily. <laughs> yeah, like you had but to they want to persuade people because they do believe it's like the morally right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's like religion, actually. Now that I think <laughs> about like it, religion. now that I think about it, now that I think about it, it's similar to religion. Like that, because bro? you know, because like you know, Why? religion. I, I can okay. I'm not like. I'm not mad at like uh, Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses for knocking on my door because they legitimately don't want me to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. That's this. So their motivation, their intentions, I think are good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand their intentions and I appreciate their intentions. Yeah. At the same time, though, sometimes it's seven o'clock in the morning. You know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, I want, you know, I, I you know, I, I want to hear you out because I, like, I do think. Maybe give me a like, cookie. With yeah, this, like, you know, let me just finish my cereal yeah. or something. But like, yeah, um, I'm not. Uh, but with like religion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's similar to religion because it's like they they believe it's moral. They believe it's right, like definitively. It's not like a subjective morality from their perspective. It's yeah. a, there's one objective morality, mm-hmm. and this is the truth. And we want you to be on the right side, we regardless want you to be on the good of side. anybody yeah. else's yeah, yeah. opinion. We, we want you. They want the whole world if they could have it their way. You know, ideally, they want the whole world to yeah. be right. You know. Uh, and with, same with veganism. Veganism is they see veganism as a morally right thing, you know, mm-hmm. to avoid hurting animals at all costs, whether it's food, clothing, you know, whatever, like even outside of food, like just yeah. stuff like that. But literally, yeah. I mean, the only reason we've mm-hmm. gotten to the place where we're at this comfortably yeah. is through the process of like deforestation like fucking or, doing yeah, everything. Yeah. I mean, like even like, like uh, we talk about even it without now, killing animals directly. If you do like, if you build buildings and yeah. stuff, you build cities, you eventually have to deforest, right? Yeah. You have to go through a process of deforestation like and that displaces that now, animals yeah. and then they die. We, yeah. we say it now when we're comfortable, this is what comfort yeah. looks like. This, this is, is what, I, I this do is what think top of the food that's, chain that's, looks okay. like. I was going to okay. say, I was actually going to say, because in that Jubilee video, yeah. the one guy gave it, like, the, they asked a question, right, to everyone. And they were like, it's okay to kill animals 
in some instances, in some circumstances. Mm-hmm. Every single one of the non-vegans, right? Uh, they came and sat down. Not a single one of the non uh, the vegans went to sat down. Uh-huh. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I was like, you can't think of a single instance. I'm not trying <laughs> yeah. to be mean. I'm just saying there are some, some instances, instances, even if you are against eating meat, which I respect, and you're against using any kind of animal products, which again, I will respect. Mm-hmm. You, this, there's some instances, yeah. you know, like, but then, you Especially know. Especially the self-defense stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, the guy said, a bear, yeah. is, a bear if, you, if you're in front of a grizzly bear, that bear yeah. is wanting to kill you yeah like, for that sure. shit's, that that thing is i instinctually it, 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 it is yeah wanting to kill i mean you. I, actually, like, I don't okay. i don't know if it's because like <laughs> you know? i don't know if they're always like that i've seen some videos where like a guy's just chilling sitting down by a river yeah. and then a giant ass grizzly bear comes yeah and just sits next to him yeah and then just watches the river <laughs> yeah. and then I it saw leaves that saw that video yeah. that guy was filming i was like dude did that guy dude. piss himself or not I like know, i have to know and then all the comments were oh the bear was probably like not even noticing him because his balls were so huge you know like his all those jokes were, yeah, yeah. all those jokes and all those big balls jokes you yeah, know yeah. and then okay so my the guy said the guy who said that it was okay to kill an animal one of the people said that oh you know um you know if you're like in the woods and you got no other way to defend yourself and a bear comes at you or a mountain lion comes at you then, you know, mm-hmm. you got to do survive. something. Yeah. And then when the vegans came to sit down because they, they got their say, then the vegans came to have their say. The vegans said, oh, they always use such extreme cases. Like, how often are you going to be attacked by a cougar in the city or a bear in the city? Yeah. They're saying that it's so rare that there's no point even considering it. Mm-hmm. But, the you know, the, the thing is, right, is that I, I think in those instances... Oh, wait, no, no, no. There's another thing. They said that... Um, uh, they said, like, what if you're hiking, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get attacked by a cougar. And then the vegan said that that was still really rare. But yeah. they said that they named a case, right? And yeah. it happened in Orange County, mm-hmm. which is where we are. Yeah. So I was like, oh, dang. Yeah, I know. I didn't know, I didn't know cougar. And my brother actually told me about it. We went to um, Irvine Park. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, you see those mountains over there, Hassan? Uh, a guy got mauled by a mountain lion there. Damn. And I was like, all right, bro, we're trying to have a <laughs> Yeah, we're like trying to have a family, family, family moment family here. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, is that, that's where a cougar killed a guy. I was like, okay. Anyway, yeah. they had to put the cougar down. Because mm-hmm. so what happens is that in nature reserves, if an animal attacks human or kills a human, yeah. they look for the animal, the rangers, and then they kill it, right? Yeah. And, um, dude, like the, yeah. the California flag has a grizzly bear, bear on, it, on it. And there are no grizzly, grizzly bears, bears in here. California because they killed they every kill single one, one of yeah. them. And every okay, single one. Yeah, that brings another point. The guy said, the guy responded to the, the, the man who was not a vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Who said, like, oh, people hike and there's a cougar and you got to defend yourself. Like, yeah, I would shoot the cougar to defend myself. Mm-hmm. Then the, the vegan said, yeah, if you're hiking... You're in the cougar's territory, so you got to accept the consequences. That's what he said, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to defame the guy or yeah, misrepresent yeah. poison. That's what he said. I will say, like, yeah, that's true. If you go to a place of nature and you meet a product of nature, you are technically in their turf. That is, that is yeah. true. You are in their home turf. That, that's their area, not yours. Like, mm-hmm. you don't live there. You're just visiting. Yeah. You're a tourist, mm-hmm. right? But then I thought to myself, okay, but, like, you know, you're in a city right now, the guy, right? We're, we're, we're like, we're in an urbanized area. Yeah. Right? This used to be a place of nature. <laughs> yeah. So are we not technically in a place of nature right now? I don't know. I feel like where's I the think- line drawn? Because we're always harming animals to an extent, even passively. Mm-hmm. We're living in an area that literally only exists because of deforestation. So then animals get displaced. Yeah. There was an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where like they urbanized the whole town, right? So they yeah. cut out all the woods. They started cutting all the 
the woods down so the bears had nowhere to live so then they started attacking people on the street right yeah, which yeah. was funny but then i thought to myself because the cartoon but then i thought to myself no i think bears wouldn't last that long without trees like without without the proper habitat that yeah, they're supposed habitat. to live in like without like their proper ecosystem without but their maybe food, they'll, right? they'll adapt to maybe they'll evolve yeah to kill humans and eat <laughs> yeah. them because bears don't eat humans that much they just kill them yeah, they just kill because they're scared. And sometimes they eat them if sometimes it's yeah. if they're really hungry or they have cubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they if bears have cubs, bro, you're freaking dead. You're fucking yes, dead. They yeah. will protect those like damn aggressive cubs. As hell. Like you seen the revenant? No. Yeah, the revenant. Yeah, there was a scene yeah, with yeah. the bear because <laughs> yeah. what happens? The bear didn't attack him. Like at first, it says that the hunter saw the cubs and he was about to shoot one of the cubs, right? Mm-hmm. And then he heard like a noise behind him, and the fucking giant mall <laughs> yeah. bear comes at him. That scene was so intense. That bro. shit was crazy. Yo, oh, oh, I, I was reminded of this. The the reason I'm talking about animals, right, mm-hmm. is that the there are people that love animals a lot and will risk their own lives to save animals. Again, yeah. I respect that. If mm-hmm. you love something enough to risk your life for it, and you actually accept the risks, you know, I don't know, just yeah. back out at the last second. You walk the walk. I will, yeah, if you walk the walk, I will respect you, even if I disagree with what you're thinking. Yeah. But, like, with, with the animals, right? I, you know, I respect people who fight for animals. The thing is, I'm just saying, it's really hard to not hurt animals, because mm-hmm. we do it every day, instinctively, passively. Yeah. Our whole history yeah, yeah. has been... Like we're not, we couldn't that. be here if we didn't <laughs> yeah. hurt animals. So I'm saying we really got it. You got we got to do some really massive inter inner self reflection on that yeah. sort of stuff, because like you can't you you got it you because like if you're not doing that you're engaging in some level of hypocrisy. We got it. We got to do some inner reflection. We got to change our course of action somewhat. Mm-hmm. But the reason I brought this up is because there was a documentary um, about this man who loved bears. So he went to this uh, forest area where there were bears, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, it was like planned for like deforestation, right? Yeah. And he was Let trying to- go s- check this room. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's all good? All right, cool. All right. So it was, a, it was a plan for deforestation. There's a documentary about it. The guy made the documentary himself, right? He was filming himself. He loved bears. He wanted bears to be protected. He, and he was making the documentary to prove that bears and humans could coexist. Yeah. Right? He did. And like him and the bears, it was weird. He had a really weird relationship with bears. A lot of the times, the grizzly bears would attack him, right? <laughs> but then him. he would calm him down. Uh-huh. He would be like, hey, hey, stop. Or like he would like pet him. Or so like he lived he would, in the woods? He lived in the woods. He, okay. Him and his girlfriend, Okay. right? And lived in the woods for a while, like with the tent, because they were trying to basically do a camp out, and they were making the documentary to prove that bears and humans could coexist. Bears yeah. weren't intrinsically just killing machines or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, basically... At one part of the documentary was so like wild and kind of badass. A bear was like attacking him, right? Yeah. And he was trying to get the bear to calm down with like his method of like the calming hand and stuff. Yeah. That didn't work. So when the bear was about to do another strike, the like he got up and was about to bite down him. He bopped the bear in the nose. He punched the bear in the nose. <laughs> yeah. And the bear backed off then afterwards. So yeah. I guess it was like a display of dominance or something. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, damn, this dude. He's really committed to this. He's like, <laughs> yeah. look, if I don't punch this bear in the nose, the hunters are going to come and shoot it. So I mm-hmm. want to avoid that. So he just punched the bear. Anyway, I'm assuming you can guess how the documentary ended. Did, uh, no, I, I, Your first maybe, guess is right. Maybe, did how they, did it end? Did, did they die? He died, yeah. yeah. You know how he died? Uh, getting mauled by yeah, a bear. Yeah, he got mauled by a yeah. bear. Yeah. Weirdest part was is that like, um, it was by the river. And then, like, he told his girlfriend to run. He got this. Uh-huh. But then, like, no. Wow, damn. Yeah. And, and it's sad, right? But, again, I think it's really interesting because people will say that that's, like, 
proof, right? That, mm-hmm. okay, bears and humans can't coexist. But I think, think of it this way, right? You know, um, if you lived in a place that had no clean water, right? And you died from like, uh, uh, like, you know, an effect yeah, from, the, from the no clean water. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that all water is unclean. Yeah. It just means you live in an area with unclean water. Mm-hmm. And with the bear situation, people will say, oh, there's proof, you know? Okay. Yeah. Cause he wanted to protect bears and he got killed by one. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that he was with bears 100% of the time. So the chances of him dying in a place surrounded by bears every single day and the chances <laughs> yeah. of him dying related to a bear were pretty high. Yeah. I think they were just significantly, the stats on that were boosted. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying it's not a fair assessment. You know mm. what I mean? When you, you go into yeah, their territory. Now, you go in their yeah. territory and you stay there for a long amount of time. Because mm-hmm. he was there for for weeks, you know? Yeah. Like two, three weeks. So I'm thinking if you're there for that long. There's definitely you know, a chance. Because <laughs> he could have been attacked any killed other, by yeah. any other time, but he mm-hmm. only got killed after staying there for so long. Eventually, it was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, what they were gonna like sit around yeah. and drink tea together. Like there was, <laughs> no. there was and very like, few ways. We talked about the yeah. instinct of animals. Yeah, how birds fly south. Bears, yeah. their instinct is to survive. You just survive, right? And also, like, like humans, don't always have the best intentions with them. They can't take that risk. Yeah. They got cubs. <laughs> yeah, they you know got, what I mean? Bears. They're yeah. not like watching Netflix and they're like chilling. chilling. Like, yeah, fucking. they're not chilling and watching <laughs> Netflix, bro. They're 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 babysitting permanently. Yeah. they're cubs. They got cubs. And and, and the, with them, they live in a harsh reality where the cubs, like, they know that one or two might just die. Yeah. Like, oh, that's true, true. Just through that's nature, just, just through yeah. With anything. with that, that's with mammals. With like, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? With like cold blood animals, it's like way worse because they lay a bunch of eggs at yeah. once, right? And then they know for a fact that only like two of these are gonna make yeah. it to adulthood. Like the turtles, turtles, yeah. The, they, how many eggs did they lay? Like a hundred, hundreds or yeah, so. Yeah, And then you see and them then only like two of them, like so many of them, literally just exist as bird food. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's so yeah. messed up. But I like, know. if they don't flip in time. They're dead. And that's how, like, the cycle works, too. The food cycle it's is that. It's sad, but the, it's kind of sad. The turtles, but and then the birds know yeah. that to eat They're, the you turtles. Know, they know the then, cycle. They, yeah, they it's know. all prepared. It's so sick. It's like it's like a menu option, yeah, yeah. you know? But, like, at but the same time, it has, it has to work that it way because otherwise the bird starves. Yeah. We just got to, yeah, <laughs> so you know what I mean? Bro. It's so, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of, yeah, it's just a way of life. That's amazing, though. Yeah, It's, like, yeah. perfect alignment of everything. With the bear documentary guy, right? Um, they didn't release footage of his body, like his anatomy afterwards. They brought him to a morgue. They didn't release his autopsy. Yeah. And in the documentary, they said that his girlfriend and family both said that there's, because he had the camera with him when he was dead, right? Mm -hmm. So the camera was recording. Mm -hmm. So there is audio that exists of him in his last moments getting mauled by a bear. Yeah. And they say that they don't want the footage released, Mm -hmm. right? But the footage exists, but they don't want it released out of respect for him. Yeah. Which I, we don't, we don't I mean, get. Yeah, yeah, you, don't yeah, need, yeah. you don't need to but hear like, somebody. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, yeah. like, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, it's just, it's interesting that he was aware of the risks, mm-hmm. but he had something he believed in and he was willing to, like, die for risk it. for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he wanted these bears to live. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened. I don't know if they went through with the deforestation or if they, they probably did kill some bear there's a lot there were multiple bears in the area though yeah. so they can't just kill every bear there mm-hmm. but and we look yeah. at our power as human beings mm-hmm. like we we could literally destroy this yeah. entire planet oh yeah if we wanted to that's another interesting point power dynamics yeah you know and but we don't because we know we know like science shows that if we do certain things there's there's a cause and effect yeah sure we could pollute the ocean but yeah. then 
They it'll come back to us. It'll come back to us, like yeah. the mer- mercury poisoning, yeah. all that sometimes shit with the fish. Sometimes people don't use foresight, though. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah, people, people don't do use foresight. Yeah. I guess okay. So people in positions of power. Okay, so this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. All right, because from a sociological perspective, right? Um, you, you know, you wouldn't say like if I asked you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, hey. Would you do this horrible thing? Like, would you lay off a hundred thousand workers, right? Or, or would you have them keep their jobs, but you have to continue to pollute this environment because that's how the the workers stay employed. Right? That's how the business runs. Right? Yeah. You might say, "Oh, like, no, I would never do something that awful," right? But the thing is, is that CEOs or really powerful executive officers they're put in these positions literally every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for us to do with the think tank, but for them, they're in that position every single day. Yeah. So it's like, I'm saying that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that any like person is intrinsically evil. Yeah, I just they think, want the environment I just think, yeah. or I more accurately know mm-hmm. <laughs> that they, uh, people put in different positions act differently. Yeah. They don't have, they don't even have the same perceptions that we do, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, to them, it's just a decision. Yeah. To us, it's like this whole, like a big think tank thing yeah. for, for like, a thought experiment. But for them, it's like, a real for them, it's thing. like people's lives they, depend yeah, on like it. Yeah, like this or that, you yeah. know, it's like a decision like that. I don't think that the problems of the world lie necessarily with evil people. Evil mm-hmm. people exist, sure, but I don't think they're the sole cause of the yeah. problems. Me, I think it's the way that the world is structured. Structured, The yeah. way that the organizational platform is on, mm-hmm. you know, the arrangement of things. And speaking system. of structure, mm-hmm. the system. Yeah. You want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, I'm a communist. communist yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. But, um, and, yeah, that, that's most people wouldn't have the courage to mm-hmm. say to that. Say so that? I applaud yeah. you for that. Uh, so thanks, man. I appreciate you know. it. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, people don't like communists, right? Yeah. I understand why. I'm mm-hmm. not like ignorant to it, but um, explain why though. Like why? Why I'm a communist. Why I'm a communist? Yeah, sure. Okay. Why that belief developed? And why that? How that? How that perspective? Interesting. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So when I was like, uh, you know, younger, right? I mm-hmm. was taught a lot. Like I was like all throughout school, like even since fifth grade, I had a I had a weird fifth grade teacher that talked about communism a lot. It was never a a, a class discussion, by the way. It's not like a, a fifth curriculum. grade teacher. Yeah, it was yeah. Not, it was on the curriculum or anything. Yeah. But like she was like, hey, you know, in 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 China, they they'll they'll kill you if you're not a communist and stuff like that. Or yeah. like if they if you do this, you have to be ru- an order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Structure. And then they said that like the Russians. Like that, Soviet like, yeah, Union, yeah, yeah, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I was like, I was taught, like, you know, all these awful things. Like, my <laughs> yeah. f- my brother was also, like, really big on, like, anti-communism and how communism was evil and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was like, okay, you know, communism is evil. But, like, when people talked about communism, they said that it was evil, but they never gave me, like, specific reasons why. So I was left to do research myself on that front, you know? Yeah. Ironically, the research actually, and sometimes, sometimes, bro, sometimes the stuff that people said communism was bad yeah. actually made it sound more appealing. <laughs> so they were like, hey, man, you know, under like they were like, um, I saw a picture. This is real, by the way, mm-hmm. during the civil rights movement. Um, like a lot of white people didn't want to integrate with black people at the time. They didn't want yeah. to stop the segregation system. Mm-hmm. So they associated the civil rights movement and black empowerment and black liberation with communism, right? Mm-hmm. To try to discredit it. Yeah. And they would hold up signs saying like race mixing is communism, right? Really? Yeah. Damn. And I was thinking, all right, I guess communism is not that bad. It's that people talk because <laughs> yeah. of that reason. So I was like, yeah, I ended up doing my own research. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I actually read from the people who advocated for communism. Because, like, a mm-hmm. lot of the information I was getting was from people from one side, yeah. which was that communism was evil. 
but without actually describing what is there like a is. certain leader or like a certain person that like invented that idea or phrase yeah okay so uh communism i guess as an advocated system has existed for a long time long but time. Mm-hmm. the person to like verbalize it or to use like terms were like Karl marx frederick yeah. engels and uh you know uh, you know, Peter Kropotkin and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. How it happened, right, for, for me was that when I was in, um, yeah, when I was, I was researching, like, the, the stuff, I learned some things when I, ironically, when I was researching the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. the Black Panthers, which were a black gun rights and black uh, civil rights organization yeah, in the U.S., yeah, activists, mm-hmm. right? Uh, their founders, Huey P. Newton, and Bobby Seale were both communists. Mm. What happened was that uh, they understood or they analyzed the the conditions of black people in America as the conditions of black proletariat under capitalism. So they uh, saw themselves as first when they came to America, they were brought in as slaves, mm-hmm. as, as labor for capitalist slave owners, right? Yeah, free labor. Yeah, free labor. Uh, and then afterwards, after slavery was, chattel slavery was abolished, they uh, then they were exploited as underpaid, like less paid than white people. So mm-hmm. they were still exploited and underpaid and undervalued. Yeah. So they they understood the system like that. That's that's the lens they saw it through. And the history they, of it. Yeah, yeah, the history of it. That was their that was from their like context, right? Mm-hmm. That's how they understood the context. And like QEP Noon was a sociologist too. Like he studied sociology, so like that helped as well. Yeah. You know, I've been talking a lot about sociology. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like I'm not a sociology major actually. Yeah, yeah. But I just I I was really interested in the classes and courses of sociology because I like power dynamics and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's another reason I got into it. Yeah. But um, so like yeah, when they advocated for that group, um, another thing I found was here's a distortion about communism, right? Which is among others is that they claim that communists are anti-gun and they want to take everyone's guns away, mm-hmm. right? Uh, ironically, communists have been gun advocates. Really? Karl Marx himself uh, said that the proletariat, the working class, should never be disarmed and that mm-hmm. any attempts to do so should be frustrated or rejected by force if necessary. Damn. So, yeah, I know. That's yeah. like the most pro-gun <laughs> thing. A, yeah, yeah that, you know, People would like... Put that up on a, a yeah, wall. On a, oh, <laughs> like, you would put that up on like a, a Trump poster, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, you know, ironically. Trump poster, you know? yeah, something or like, like that. And, and the irony is, is that the Black Panthers advocated for black people to arm themselves because they couldn't trust the police to protect them, mm. right? Because the police were the ones brutalizing them or yeah. occupying them. They're the re- reason they needed protection sometimes. Mm. And like, so they advocated that black people, and yeah, so they advocated that black people arm themselves and learn self-defense and join their program. Mm-hmm. So that way they have a means to defend themselves against white supremacists and cops and stuff. Yeah. So Ronald Reagan, right? Iran, yeah, Ronald Reagan was governor of California. Ronald <laughs> yeah, Reagan yeah. is seen so as- before the, he became president. Yeah, yeah Ronald mm-hmm. Reagan, when he was governor of California, was um, like uh, the, 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 um, the peak of, like he was associated as the face of like the right wing, right? Mm-hmm. The face of Republicans, the face of conservatives, right? He- really didn't like guns. Mm-hmm. He actually is quoted as saying there's no reason that any person should have an assault rifle on the street. Yeah. And that's ironic because most people who write like Reagan would be pro-gun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, him, uh, the NRA, and the KKK lobbied uh, together uh, to establish the really strict anti-open carry gun laws in California. Mm-hmm. So they effectively legally disarmed the Black Panthers in California. And that's the ironic thing is, is that, you know, California's Democrat, right? Yeah. It's like very liberal, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not soon. I don't know. I heard some things about redistricting, but Maybe. for now it's like a blue state, you mm-hmm. know, the one we live in and that people assume that, oh, the reason that there's 
you know, such strong, strict gun laws here is because, oh, like the liberals did it. Ironically, it was a right winger. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm saying ironically because obviously the views changed. Yeah, in the New views York, changed. Like, yeah, yeah. E- that, even um, Abraham Lincoln was Republican, right? Yeah. And so. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, you know, me personally, people are saying that like it's it was like a party switch. I don't know. I don't really think like with, with Abraham Lincoln specifically because mm-hmm. uh, like people are saying that Abraham Lincoln would have been like a Democrat today. Yeah, he would. I have no idea. But Maybe he would have. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. But at the time, I yeah. think it was a new party too. Yeah, like yeah it, was, it was a new party. Yeah. It was because like for the longest time it was Democrats and Whigs, Whigs and yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Parties changed over time. Right now there's only two parties. Yeah. Like major ones. Mm-hmm. There's others, but if you vote for You could from, be independent, but yeah. you literally won't go anywhere with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean- it depends. If you want to do local elections, you could probably get yeah, someone. But something. like the president, president bro, no, no way, no way. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's, no way. It's so it's corrupted that system is just yeah, the duopoly. Yeah, yeah, both parties actually do have one thing in common, one major thing in common. They both want to be the only two parties because <laughs> yeah. others would mean more competition. So yeah. they do work together to go like, listen, man, that like Bernie's getting too wild, he's getting yeah. too left, or like this person's becoming too much trouble for the Republicans. The Republicans mm-hmm. like, we got people that are too much trouble for us. Our Democrats are like, oh, this person is like, you know, like they, they, they're saying bad stuff about like, uh, like American foreign policy or something. So they, yeah. you know, they work together to try to shame them and stuff like that or like to blot them out. Mm-hmm. But okay. So like my point was, is that, sorry, I, I go on. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Is that like when I learned about that and like how like many people fighting for basic human decency, you mm-hmm. know, supported socialism or communism i i knew for a fact that the ideology wasn't inherently evil if that yeah. was the case so As, yeah yeah you, did, you saw it in a different lens mm-hmm. in which most people thought of it as just pure evil without yeah. any facts to like well yeah yeah there wasn't detail the, you detail, know what i mean yeah. they didn't and give then me now content. you look at it from your own yeah. way yeah and then find more detail about it i got yeah. i got contextualized on it contextualized i found, I found a good yeah. contextualization for mm-hmm. it and that's like what made me go like, you know, I do support like, because uh, I'm a person of color in this country, right? Yeah. And um, I, I'm not saying everyone shares my experience as a person of color, but man, I had like, like it was, eh, it was like when I was in school, like, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of racism I faced, you know? Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing was that when I told people, like people asked me where I was from, I said Pakistan, they were like, no, you're from India. Because they mm. said that ba- they wouldn't believe Pakistan existed. Really? Yeah. So then, and then when I, when like my mom would speak Urdu to me, when she picked me up, people were like, oh, she's speaking Indian. And I was like, no, she's speaking Urdu. And she was there, like, that's not a real thing. Who so would, like, just like, random all the kids? kids the kids, kids. Yeah, the kids. I mean, to be fair, this was like in third grade. Yeah, I don't think but they did. In, they in all anything. fairness, third grades, I feel like a bit too old. To think that there's like the only place brown people come from is India. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. But like, you know, I was like, yeah, this is that, that stuff. But like, so I, you know, I, I held resonance with that mm-hmm. sort of thing, like with the Black Panthers and like, yeah. Um, and that's why like part of my reason for like why I want to become a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Is I want to actually try to get into legal battles with the highest courts and try to overturn some regressive policies and laws. Mm-hmm. In California, I want California to be an open carry state law again. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason for that is I, I 100% know that the reason that law exists is because for racist reasons. One, yeah. the roots of it were pretty racist, why it was implemented. And two, um, I also want you know people of color, especially, but all people, but people mm-hmm. of color, to be able to hold arms as a means to defend themselves. Because, I mean, like, politics aside, all right, yeah. if... 
you like cops, you think cops are the best thing ever or the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. even if you're the biggest cop fan in the world, even if you lick boots for a living, okay? Yeah. If someone's breaking into your house, right? Mm-hmm. With the intent to kill you, hypothetically, right? And like you call the cops. Best case scenario, the cops are there in five minutes. Mm-hmm. That five minutes could mean anything between you and death. Yeah. So you're better off defending yourself in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And then when the cops later, you can fill out the police report if you want. But, you know, that's my reasoning for it is that that's like the thing. I have a friend, right, who's uh, he's very similar to you. He talks like you. He has a podcast as well. Oh, really? I'll, 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 I'll give you. I'll okay. hook you up with him later. Like, because yeah, yeah. I think you guys we actually get along. OK. He has a political podcast, right? He's very similar to you, actually. Like mm-hmm. he, he talks like you too. Um, like you're, you, you know, you're very easygoing and yeah. very easy to talk. To. I just don't so, give a fuck. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's great. It. That's the key. Yeah, he actually was super surprised because, like, when it, when it, when I told, like, you know, he's known I'm a communist for a while. We're still mm-hmm. friends. He's he's an independent. You know. Yeah. He says that he's independent. He leans a little left on some issues, but he still considers himself an independent. Mm-hmm. Right. He said to me that like he was like surprised as heck that I support like guns right because he's yeah. like you're a communist right like communists want to take away guns and i was like no i that's you, the preconceived the notion yeah yeah right? it's the, yeah. This, the distortion you know what mm-hmm. i mean majority of the time right when like a communist like when a country becomes communist they didn't have many guns to begin with like yeah. a lot of these places were like feudal before and they didn't have a like a state of development where they could make a mass-produced amount of guns anyway mm-hmm. so there wasn't that much gun confiscation to begin with uh in cuba for example like people say castro took away the guns uh, no, he didn't. Cause like, here we are. <laughs> what happened is I thought that too, but like, I was like thinking about it. Okay. So the way Castro came to power is not, he didn't like win an election or anything. What happened he was that, overthrew, yeah, the he overthrew the government. Yeah. The government was Batista and Batista was an American back di- dictator. Yeah. So he was overthrowing a dictator and dictators don't like guns. Yeah. So there were no guns to begin with that he could take away. What mm-hmm. happened was that the only people at the time who had guns were like him and his soldiers. Yeah. There were, I'm pretty sure there's like small amounts of gun ownership, but it's not white scale. Mm-hmm. So that was... That was another thing. So, like, again, I'm I'm really big advocate for people to arm themselves so they have a means to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a big advocate for people to come together on a grassroots level, have an assembly, a meeting, whatever you want to call it. If you don't like those words because they're too formal, call <laughs> yeah. it a hangout for all I care. Discuss problems on an even f- level, right, on even footing with face-to-face conversation because mm-hmm. I think majority of decisions that affect our lives are made by people who live in towers, who live in castles. Yeah. I mean, who live in white houses, who live in government buildings, yeah. when don't see their face that don't and they know sign legislation. Yeah. They don't know our lives. They, they don't, don't know, know our direct yeah. experiences. So they sign stuff without realizing how it affects us. And mm-hmm. if they do, they don't care because they're so disaffected with us. And I don't think this is because they're evil. This is just the way it's structured. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that the way things should be organized and the way decisions should be made are on a face-to-face level. Yeah, yeah um, I'd believe that too. Like that that should be yeah. a, a bigger importance because I think it, it, what, what it's gotten to is that there have been so many people in this country, like mm-hmm. 300 million people. Yeah. It's hard to understand everybody's opinion. But No, I know that. Instead the- of only only getting the perspectives of what these two parties want, right? Like it shouldn't just be the two parties. It should be other ideas and also uh, not compassion. What's the compromise? Compromise Compromise into different ideas. That that brings me to another thing, all right? So here's another thing, right? So when I say that the face-to-face, the reason is that we have 300 million people, right? So the the theory of the the argument for the representative democracy, right, Mm -hmm. is that 
oh, there's so many people. Obviously, all those people can't like come together and yeah. decide because there's so many people. It's literally you couldn't fit all these people in a room. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you just need to elect representatives, and those representatives will do that. But the yeah, thing it is, seems is like that a good idea. It seems like a good idea at first, but then you realize that representatives have no incentive to be held accountable yeah. to you afterwards. That's the, that's the biggest thing. I talked yeah. about this a uh, few weeks ago, and with with a few friends, and I told them like, if politicians were in the same kind of understanding that they would also have pushback. They would also have some type of, I don't want to say punishment, but a leveraging mechanism, leveraging mechanism. Yeah. yeah. And they would have something like that to hold them accountable to the promises they make exactly. or to make sure that they don't go too far or whatever. Exactly. Right. Like in any other job you have that, like if, if you're working yeah. in it mm. and you mess up like uh, you get this fired whole fu- right yeah you, you get fired like that like, yeah for mcdonald's it's just so weird to me that a mcdonald's employee has more accountability yeah, exactly. than a freaking politician bro <laughs> i think in all exactly. honesty if politicians have to exist they should have more accountability not less yes. they should be held to a higher standard you exactly. know what i mean and, and and that's the thing is that then not, they would actually try harder only, too like yeah, exactly. more shit would get done yeah yeah all this shit not would only happen. are like, they like they have like less like um you know standards yeah. they're like they get like more leeway than the rest of us do mm-hmm. when they mess up or something like nothing you don't get <laughs> nothing punished happens. bro nothing, nothing happens. happens you could get impeached and that and donald trump oh, still yeah. golfs and everything Yo, happens. Oh, that's that's another thing like, um when like a, a politician like leaves office right yeah they get a pension like a government pension mm-hmm. and then they get lifelong security detail that constantly yeah. protects them so i'm telling you even if they get voted out mm-hmm. right their interests are secured. They risk, bro, nothing. nothing. You know what I mean? If they piss us off, they don't. Like if they yeah. if they mess up the economy, if they mess up a, a job deal or a negotiation trade deal or something, mm-hmm. and it affects the rest of us. And you know, as punishment, we vote them out the next election, right? Yeah. But nothing actually they're just gonna happens go, to them. They're just gonna yeah. go sit on their like mansion in the woods and then smoke and <laughs> yeah. like watch TV, bro. They're fine. They're fine. Like I just, I look, I think, okay, so like some people, right? Like a lot of liberals, right? And I, and yeah. what I'm saying is. Mm-hmm. And I think we both agree on yeah, this yeah. is not Probably. to like to punish them in such a severe way yeah. that they're like, you, you can never yeah, or like yeah. put them in jail or yeah. something. I'm not saying it's, like chop their heads yeah, off. Or chop their heads off. <laughs> We're saying have some accountability so that you learn from mistakes and want to improve. Like yeah, it, yeah. even if you fail, I mean, even if my, you fail, yeah. it's okay to fail in certain aspects. Like, Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Nobody's perfect on anything. True, but you just gotta, there's gotta be some way to get you to have incentive to improve yourself. Yes. The thing is, not only do they not have like punishments, they also have no incentive to improve themselves. No they're just, because they're getting it either way. They're getting mm-hmm. the reward whether they succeed or fail at what they're saying they're gonna do. Yeah. Again, my ideal world, again, wouldn't have politicians. Uh, we would all uh, collectively, voluntarily come together in like assemblies groups, gatherings, what have you, right? Mm-hmm. And then discuss problems face-to-face. And then uh, through that discussion, right, people uh, interpret, are exposed to, and engage with differing perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't think of it that way before. Yeah. And then it it develops your own persona. It develops your own personhood, your own interests, your own identity even. Yeah. And then from that, right, n- like this is beyond compromise. So how you see a compromise is that everyone, okay, a compromise could be described like this everyone leaves a little bit upset because they didn't get everything they wanted, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they're just satisfied or content that they got anything at all, right? Here's something better than a compromise, a consensus. Mm -hmm. Consensus works like this, right? Um, People come together voluntarily, right? Mm -hmm. They all discuss different, like uh, they all discuss 
how they feel about the specific issue at hand that they come together to discuss, right? Mm -hmm. Then they all shoot out and just espout their own ideas, their own uh, pro proposals mm -hmm. about how to approach the issue, how to solve the problem, right? And then uh, what happens, right, is that everyone's exposed to these different perspectives, right? And then they, they, take, and they take bits and pieces or even combine and pull together the, the, the proposals and the ideas that were spread by everyone and they develop a new one together. Mm -hmm. And then that's the one that's like made. Yeah. It's like, this is what's called consensus, essentially. Yeah. Taking like, things and yeah. then making another yeah, yeah. thing. And then a yeah. consensus is everyone agrees on it. Everyone at the end says that this is a good idea. Yeah. So like, this is better than majoritarian democracy where the, if like, like 98%, like say there's a meeting with a hundred people yeah. or a gathering with a hundred people or a party with a hundred people and then 98 of the people agree on something, yeah. but then two people leave dissatisfied, right? Mm -hmm. That would be majoritarian. Consensus means all 100 of those people are satisfied. Yeah. And again, this sounds like, oh, you're just talking like utopia, right? Mm -hmm. and no, no, I totally get that. If, if at first you think that this is some made up thing, I pulled out of my ass. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> this is the type of way that uh, pre-colonial indigenous societies uh, in Latin America have actually uh, went about. This is the method that they've done mm -hmm. to actually come to conclusions and decisions. Um, uh, there was this uh, communist in, in Mexico, indigenous communist, mm -hmm. Ricardo Flores Magón. And like, this is the system that he proposed. And uh, during the Mexican Revolution, uh, his followers or people that like listen to his ideas and stuff, they established this type of uh, decision making yeah. process. And mm -hmm. it was completely successful in terms of like everyone was satisfied afterwards. Obviously, you know, eventually the Mexican Revolution concluded and the right wing won. But like, you yeah, know, that's that <laughs> for the time, you know, yeah, yeah. it was like, yeah. So it's like that's the way I want things to be done, you mm -hmm. know. Um, obviously I could talk about this for a long time, yeah, yeah. but if you want to jump topics, like I'm totally, uh, no, no, go ahead. That. Keep on. I, I'm, yeah? I'm interested in oh, this. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's like how consensus works is that, uh, as opposed to direct democracy, even mm -hmm. I prefer direct democracy to representative democracy because I don't trust representatives and representatives just aren't trustworthy. Especially the way, like yeah, we the mentioned before. Now, yeah. The way yeah. <laughs> because, um, you know, they're not, uh, they have no means of talking to their account. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They have no means of accountability. Uh -huh. you know? Uh, it's, it's like, uh, they have no means to like be held, uh, uh, held accountable by their constituency that voted yeah. them in. I mean, at best, at best is that you have to wait till, um, till the next election cycle. Yeah. You're going to tell the person that you voted in, oh, you didn't fulfill your promises. Uh, you, you just wait two or four years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to vote you and out. And that's why they could lie, they too, could because lie. They, yeah. they could make up this whole presentation of what they're going to do and then not follow through. Yeah. But they're still not, they, they won't have any, they'll have backlash. Maybe the pu public won't, uh, be supportive of them anymore. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty sure. much it. Like no, yeah, nothing else. Yeah, happens. yeah. And again, the they have pension security and stuff like yeah. that. Congressmen, governors, senators, they have they mm -hmm. have protections. They have twenty four seven security detail. And even if they didn't have those, right? There's other things. Like for example, uh, David Graeber, he's a communist. Uh, he he was talking. He's an anthropologist too. Anthropologists oh. study humans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, so um, so he's, he's like a professor. Yeah, or something? yeah. He's yeah. a professor, mm -hmm. and like he. He, he just traveled the world and he gives lectures. He actually did a lot of insanely interesting things. Like yeah. he, you know, Occupy Wall Street, do you remember that? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, okay. If you like, could explain it. It was uh, in 2011, Occupy Wall Street. It happened um, when uh, there was the 2008 market crash. Yeah. 
right? Um, and during the 2008 market crash, right, uh, there was a huge recession. Mm -hmm. The economy was in a downturn. Many people lost their jobs and people's like savings that got like depleted over time. The housing market crashed. There's a bunch of like economic troubles, right? Yeah. So people were like, and, and then Wall Street, right? And uh, all sorts of big corporations and stuff like that got bailed out by the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. So like uh, Bush and Obama, right? They they bailed out like instead of bailing out the people, the working class, yeah, they just they bailed, bailed out, out the big companies, yeah, that not the not even small businesses, yeah. just like banks, mega corporations, stuff like that. Yeah. So people were fed up, right? So they thought that oh, you know what? It's not even like the president. You control stuff. It's the banks because the banks control the president. Yeah. The corporations control the president. I know. The money controls Yeah, control, controls it, everything. you know? So then they, they, as a symbolic gesture, they all came together in front of Wall Street and they started protesting. They occupied it. So they mm -hmm. set up tents and they were protesting and stuff like that. Um, and like and that guy was he, there. Well, that okay. David Graeber, an uh, anthropologist and, and like communist, he was one of the, uh, the people who coined the phrase, we are the 99%. Because mm. it's like the like you know the dynamics is that like there's the 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 poor working class which is the majority of the country mm -hmm. and then there's the rich which is, is a very minute group of people yeah a very exclusive group of people the one percent so he's he came up with the phrase we are the ninety nine percent and popularized it and also he gave a bunch of lectures there he's considered one of the the primary proponents of the movement mm -hmm. so like yeah yeah obviously Occupy Wall Street was like not as successful <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but um, nonetheless. He gave a presentation, right, when he talked about um, uh, America's history, mm. right? And he talked about how when the founding fathers were deciding how the country should be run, they actually said that democracy was the worst way to run a country. Really? And yeah, yeah. Um, uh, most people don't know this because yeah. it's not taught a lot, but like they actually thought that democracy was the worst way to run a country. Mm -hmm. Here's how they described democracy. They said that, Oh, um, two wolves and a sheep decide what to have for dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they they saw themselves actually as the sheep. Uh -huh. So how they framed it was okay. So there was like um, ten million people in the country at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Roughly, and like they said that like oh, one million people controlled like the wealth, right? Like the 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 banks the the slaves the slave plantations you know all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff right the land the slave plantations they said yeah. we can't just give everyone the right to vote because they'll just expropriate us right away right mm -hmm. so then they came up with the system of representative democracy so this representative democracy well they didn't come up with it but this is the one that they chose right? yeah they chose representative democracy right as a way to curtail that possibility mm -hmm. so instead of a poor person uh, uh, like 10, a hundred poor people in an area, like voting the decision that they yeah. get more food or more water or anything mm. like that. Instead, they would have to vote for a person who would represent their interests <laughs> yeah. and then advocate for that for them. You know, they'd advocate, yeah, yeah. you know, so and then, then that person uh, would yeah. already be corrupt. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know? yeah. You know? And also there's a bunch of barriers in the way, like uh, elections cost money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you have money, you can run an election on your own. <laughs> yeah. How, I mean, sorry, a campaign, a campaign, yeah, campaign. on your own, but otherwise, uh, really big corporations, like really, really big ones, super PACs, you know, mm -hmm. they'll come together and they'll pay, give campaign contributions to a candidate. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're called special interest donations, you know, mm -hmm. and then uh, in exchange for uh, basically the reason you're in office because we paid for <laughs> your campaign, you just got to help us out with a few favors. And yeah. they're like, dope, done. They're done. Have no, they yeah. have like no qualms about that because again, <laughs> they know. And also here's another thing. 
they want to run again, right? Mm-hmm. They usually, majority of the time, when people run for office, they don't just want to run for one term. They want to yeah. run for as many terms as they're allowed to. So presidents run for two, mm-hmm. and then congressmen run for as many as they can because yeah. there's no term limits on them. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. There's no term limits. Yeah. But anyway, so basically, right? They did it um, on every other thing, yeah, basically, yeah, senator. Yeah, except, <laughs> except the senator, yeah, and then, like, governors. Like, you can run as much as you want. It's so yeah. weird. But anyway, um, so what, what happens, right? is that like, yeah, they want to run again. So if they want to run again, they know where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. So they're more beholden yeah, to, yeah. The, to the interests of their donors than their voters. Yeah. Like uh, David Graeber describes it like this. He said that like uh, when, a, when, a, when a candidate, right, promises stuff to voters, they're like, oh, I'm going to get you guys jobs. I'm going to increase the economy. I'm going to make the roads work again. I'm yeah. going to... You know, do get, all these yeah, things. yeah, decrease crime, decrease poverty. I'll do all of that stuff, right? And then, uh, and then he makes promises to his donor. Mm-hmm. He tells his donor, "Hey, if you know, if I win, I'll like cut interest rates on that, or I'll increase re- interest rates. I'll allow, I'll remove the cap on usury uh, interest rates, like uh, caps. I'll remove that, so you can charge as many interest rates as you want. I'll, I'll you know, get rid of zoning laws there, so you can build a parking lot there. I'll yeah. allow you to build a business there. <laughs> yeah. I'll allow you to, you know, um." Frag, what else? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll remove like environmental protection so yeah. it's more cheap. Any incentive, to, yeah, yeah, that, then they'll, that makes t- their they'll life make, easier, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, limit promises to both these groups, right? Yeah, so what happens is that once they get into office, they, they tell their voters, Well, I can't fulfill that stuff, that wasn't realistic, you know, yeah. but because, uh, but like, you they know, they did everything good. else yeah, for that, that, guy. that guy, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, a promise to voters, it's just like unrealistic, it's fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. But like, promises to a a, you know, corporate, a corporate donor, yeah. you know, that that's sacred, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's different uh, values yeah. at play here. And again, it's not that that person is intrinsically evil. It just it's just the way that the it, way works. it works. Yeah. You want to run again, right? Mm-hmm. To you got to get money. Yeah. So where do you get the money? You get yeah. it from there, <laughs> yeah. you know. Dude, that's a crazy way. I, I've never had someone explain it to me in that detail. Yeah, so yeah. This is this is the, le- the context and lens yeah. how I view the world. That's okay. the context, you know. All right. Okay. But that was that was definitely uh, a good way you put it that way, like a good way to put it and and describe it, because you you know the government's corrupt, right? Like everybody yeah, thinks yeah. you know it's it's a corrupt system. But to put it that way, to see how it works, yeah, and then realizing you could yeah. there there are changes you could make that like you described that would make it better, like a consensus or something mm-hmm. like that, that would actually help the majority of people instead of yeah yeah like you know, them just up, saying yeah. whatever they want and then some guys like i'm not going to listen to you and go yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah that's, that's how i like to that's that's how i viewed the world i mean for a long time i've been like learning more and more yeah, right dude. you know so that's the beauty of it is <laughs> yeah. is this uh constant developing like the the problems we have only show us like the 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 thinking that that comes from that is stuff that how can I make this better questions that come up like how we live in a world like this but and it's not perfect it's not how I want it it's not the best that it can possibly be but what can I do to make it a better place what ideas are there that I could seek yeah and uh, that's the beauty of it I think even if you have no political influence. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we're still talking about this. Oh, yeah, we have the freedom yeah. in this country to talk about this stuff and, and and to think what we want to think and to go and pursue anything we want to pursue. That's that's Yo, oh, the yeah, best you know, part it's, about it's, it. It's, it's interesting because like one lecture guy was saying that like uh, he was like, you know, 
if they uh they allow us to like talk about this stuff, they'll mm-hmm. allow it as long as like they're still like they could get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like if you rent out, you could like rent out a lecture hall to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So long as like the person who privately owns the venue still gets paid for still it. Gets paid, so it's yeah. like you know, they yeah. can talk whatever they <laughs> yeah. want. Like there's people who like rent out stuff to people of all kinds of views, even if they're like drastic views from theirs, so long as you know they get mm-hmm. the money out of it. Um, that's yeah. like uh, like you know, people will rent out like um uh, like venues to like KKK members to hold their meetings <laughs> really? or something, yeah, you know? Because yeah. like it's like the money, you know? Yeah. It's like that's what they It's think. just another client. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they view it. Yeah. They don't really view it like very, like, you know, specifically. Or maybe mm-hmm. they do. I don't know. But like, you know, yeah. it's like uh, most of the time it's like money helps. Money know? helps. Yeah. Like money's like, a big part of this world, man. Like, it, it is. Yeah. I you mean, you literally can't live if you don't have cannot money. Cannot live without. Well, most of the time you can't live without money. Yeah. You, it, it, it definitely opens a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. I was going to say there's some in uncontacted tribes that technically live without oh, a, yeah, yeah. a defined currency system mm-hmm. or like there's people who have lived a certain way for a long time that even despite the world being the way it is, choose to live yeah. that certain way. There's this, uh, 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 tribe of people in India. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not, butchering the name i think they're called the chua people um i'll definitely double check yeah i'll double check that later (laughs) uh i don't have my phone on me right now it's filming but um what they do is that i'm not advocating everyone have to live like this i'm just saying this is what they do Mm -hmm. is that um uh basically right their their people have a belief system that really values the environment Mm -hmm. where they have a reciprocal relation with the environment so not just like the plants and animals, but like the trees, you know, the, everything, yeah, everything. Yeah. So like every time they take something, they try to replenish Replace it. it. Yeah. 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 So like that way they're, you know, it's, it's like a sustainable practice, sustainable, right? Yeah. So there's, that's there's, what there's we, benefits. That's what we want to do. Yeah, but, yeah. You know? So there's benefits. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But at the same time, it's like the reason they do it is because they have like a, a value for it, like a cultural mm-hmm. value for it. So, um, yeah, they, 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 there was like this interesting quote from one of them, which was that, um, that uh, the the tiger, like when a tiger eats one of their cattle, mm-hmm. they don't feel bad because the tiger is their brother and the tiger was hungry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's an interesting way to yeah, look that's at a, it. Yeah, that's a different way of looking at yeah, things. Yeah, actually, actually, they, they, they have a motto there. It's that here we don't need money to eat. Because mm-hmm. they actually, because they have like beehives and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's like all sorts of crazy stuff there. So I was like, that's interesting, you know. Yeah, that they live in a sustainable way. They live in a sustainable way without like currency mm-hmm. as like an incentive, you know. Yeah. So like, which that's is interesting. That, yeah. That's a yeah, that's a different way. I think it's good in small populations. Small, small pockets of population. It definitely yeah. it would probably be harder to do in an urbanized environment. I assume it's harder. It's way harder. It's way harder. You know, the, the like, reason you, why money yeah. works is because everybody believes in the money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not one person. Like you could go Bro, around I every single place. You just, you, you just said it. You, money's a social construct. Yeah, it is like it. it Cause like David Graeber said this, he mm-hmm. said that mo- he wrote a book called debt. The first 5,000 years where he talks about the history of debt and its purpose. And he said that debt, that, that like we should stop treating money. Like it's this object and understand it as a, uh, a way to define our relations with each other. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yeah, way it's, of de- it's, relations. It's yeah. We, we believe in it so much that, Everything we do, like every object that you want to buy is money, is yeah, worth yeah. something. Absolutely. Even even a body part after you die yeah. is worth something. Like yeah, a transplant yeah. is worth something. It's the, because like, you know how money is 
the U.S. dollar is backed yeah. by petrol. You know, it's like the petrol dollar, mm-hmm. right? And it used to be backed by gold. Yeah. Some people are trying to bring bring it back. The gold standard, mm-hmm. the gold and silver standard. So money has to be grounded by something. It's supposed to represent something. Yeah. So Unlike like, Bitcoin right yeah, now. Yeah, Bitcoin <laughs> Bitcoin Bitcoin's really, uh, you know, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Because... Uh, Actually, because like there's there's even some communists I know that are actually like, oh, Bitcoin's the way we defeat capitalism, uh-huh. and I'm like, I mean, it's a good idea for decentralizing. Yeah, that was the, how they described it. They said yeah. it was like democratizing Everything currency. Is, kind of is visible. Like yeah. every transaction is visible on it's, the blockchain. It's more liquid. Yeah, liquid or less liquid. I think I, I think liquid is like liquidity is like when you have it on hand. Yeah, but most process, people are using Bitcoin as like a stock. And they want it to go up and then they sell the Bitcoin yeah. to get it into back into USD to be, be able to buy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to take time for people to get to, to just use Bitcoin as Bitcoin. Yeah. That's what. That's going to take a while. Yeah, for that's, that. that's yeah. going to take a while. Plus, it's like crash. There's like a, there's kind of a cycle between booms and busts for it, right? Yeah. So I mean, right just now crashes it's, a, it's, and a, then crash. it's, it's a crash yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 Actually. I know a guy, what, what, um, shout out to you, Ian, if you're watching this. Uh-huh. Ian told me that he's like, I'm going to wait for it to drop a little more before <laughs> I invest. Because he's like, that's when you do it. He said you want to invest when they're lower because yeah. the options are cheaper for the investment I mean, that's, options. Yeah, that's what stocks and everything. Yeah, like, and then and then, like, then he's going to say, once that happens, I'm going to ride the next shockwave up, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's it's a gamble, though. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of risky, you know? You should have invested, because like, 10 years ago. Even, even, the, even Bitcoin... It, I still to this day do not know what it's backed by, like why it goes up. We know why stocks go up because the company does well. They they have this newest yeah, announcement. Yeah, Bitcoin is is really really like it's super abstract. Abstract, yeah. You know, it's it's very much it's like very much an abstraction because it's digital. It's digital. So yeah. like technically, the majority of currency that exists in the world doesn't exist in like physical. Mm-hmm. Like it's not physical. Like you know, billionaires, right? People will say that, you know, they don't actually have a billion dollars, which is true. Yeah. They don't actually have a billion one dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. What they have, like, it, most of it exists in credit format. Yeah. It's like credits. Most you know? of it's like, it's like zeros digital. on yeah. a computer. Yeah, yeah, right? that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. You technically could hack their money. <laughs> yeah. But like, that'd be very difficult, but you could, you, hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. All yeah. right, so basically, right? Um, Elon Musk, Elon like, Musk, could, listening to this, like, God damn it! Yeah, no, giving shit. people ideas. No, he knows. He knows. He knows <laughs> yeah. that's possible. If he doesn't know, that's sad. How does he not know? <laughs> He's like literally works with computers. Yeah. All right, whatever. Okay, but um, like, yeah, my uh, point is that yeah, it's like very. It's not physical, mm-hmm. but like that's the point. You could still use it to transfer and stuff like that. Yeah, and like a lot of times. It's so weird. I found this ironic. It's like, actually, Britney Spears said this. Britney Spears said that when she was poor growing up, Mm -hmm. that, you know, she had to pay for everything. But when she was rich, right? And she would, like, go to a restaurant... Like they would give her a free dessert. Yeah. They wouldn't wait, wait. She wouldn't have to wait for a table or yeah, anything. Free, free, and she got free stuff. Everything. And she yeah. said to herself, it didn't make sense. And <laughs> once I actually had the money, I, I didn't have to pay for yeah. stuff anymore. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, that's it's so interesting. Because the money is not just, again, it's not just a physical object. It's mm-hmm. way how we define social relations. Yeah. If you have more money, you have a higher social status. Mm-hmm. You do. People treat you better because they think they could get something out of it. Or they just legitimately hold the view that you're better. Yeah, that you're you better. Know? That you, you achieved something. You superior yeah. right excluding people who i guess just inherited it <laughs> yeah, but, you know yeah <laughs> oh dude would you be mad at me if i told you i gotta use the bathroom no go ahead all right I mean, cool I'll should we wrap right this up back. actually we're like oh a, yeah we're how far we're like are we in two hours in oh dang yeah, i really hope my phone camera can hold all that 
Fingers crossed. I, know. I think it'll go. It'll go. Okay. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll, well, we'll wrap it up. I yeah, think. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. We're at two hours. We're two we got hours. A bathroom break here. Bathroom. Yeah. I. I, uh, I guys. I held it in for a while. Like, yeah. It's, give it's me already twelve thirty. <laughs> Shit. Is it really twelve <laughs> thirty? Yeah. All right. We then. came in here at nine thirty. I think. Right. Yeah. We Something did. Like and then and then like setting up. It took yeah, till yeah. like ten. Yeah. So we have been here for at least two hours, like talking. Yeah. Two hours. It's Dude, you were right. This was easy. This was easy. Dude, I didn't think. I was so nervous actually. Really. Like he used you, you reached out to you like, hey, you want to go on? And then because like, Rob suggested it, and then I told Rob, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. But like he had your number, I didn't, and I didn't want to approach you because I didn't want you to think that like I don't know. No, it was all good, bro. Like, like I, I knew the second you you said like talking, I was nervous yeah. or something like, yeah, or you you were gonna be nervous. I was like, there's no way you could be nervous because when you start a conversation, and I met you like today in the car. I knew that just if we started a conversation in that car, it would flow through the whole thing. Like, and yeah. now you see that two hours felt like nothing. Yeah, no, for had, sure. For sure. We, like you, I like, definitely want to rebook yeah, this. Absolutely. We, gotta do another thing. Hey, we, we should definitely yeah. do this again sometime. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you're down, I'm down. I mean, I'm, I'm home for the summer with uh-huh. my, with my, with my rents, with my parents. You okay. Know? Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that. it again yeah. for sure. For that's sure. Gonna be, that's going to be Yo, a fun time. Uh, all right. Yeah. My name's is Hassan. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah, it. yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. This was a very interesting uh, conversation, and I really thoroughly enjoyed it, man. This was when we got to do it again. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. I'm always down. And I ho- hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well, and hope you have a great week. Much love. Peace. Peace.